Yeah. Okay, I'm going to cut right here, but fuck you for trying to be nice to me. <laughs> fuck Why? Why? No, we agree us. with you. There's four of us. Who's being... Just because your feelings are hurt by chocolate no. vodka. Oh, no, I got no Mikey's the only one who came to my defense on that one, brother, and I appreciate that. I had his back because I, I mix all kinds of shit together. I couldn't. I mix two different no whiskeys. Love. No love. I didn't see any love together. on there, Scott. I'm flask. sorry. Where's the love at, brother? I said fast past that oh, shit. I thought you were talking about the chocolate fucking vodka. I did because you're pissed hey. off at the chocolate no, vodka. No, I'm not. It's chocolate caramel Throw it in vodka. coffee. Jason, it's chocolate caramel vodka. Throw it in coffee. Jason knows that, that I love him just enough that maybe we get a mutual masturbation on Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> Circle jerk, baby. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. My name is Patrick, and I'll be your chief flight attendant today. We'll begin the show in a few minutes, but first I'd like to acquaint you with some important safety information. Three sheets to the mouse may contain language and subject matters that aren't suitable for smaller aviators, so listener discretion is advised. When the intro music begins, please take a seat and partake of any carry-on items. This includes bottles, flasks, cans, fine cigars, and skin mags. Okay, let's review. That is F-bombs, earmuffs, get drunk, smoke them if you got them, and send nudes. Anything else? Oh yeah, enjoy the show. Sorted, but you'll be rewarded when at last I am given my dues. And injustice deliciously squared. Be free, <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 19 of Three Sheets to the Mouse. We're five average guys with love for all things Disney. And joining me on this week's show are four guys who share stories of travel and adventure because adventure is out there. Tim. You call me mid-drink. What's up? Jason. I was trying to drink at rum, guys, but I'm not. Adam. What's up, everybody? And Mikey. Adventure is out there, and uh, so is the truth. We're here to talk about Disney parks, Disney booze, and a little bit of debauchery in between. So sit back, relax, pour yourself a Belgian Trappist ale, and enjoy the adult side of Disney with three sheets to the mouse. Uh, speaking of Belgian ales, uh, Mikey, what are you drinking tonight? Scott, I'm drinking the Evil Twin Imperial Biscotti Breakfast Stout Lager. I don't know. It, it looks like fucking motor oil. It's, it's nearly 12% ABV. So Nice. That's what I got. Mikey, Mikey, it's taking me, it's taking every fire in my being not to laugh because you're like a bad Japanese movie. That's I, I don't know what to do. I, I, I can't do anything any different. I, I, I just started looking at my body. I'm not, the house I is, is off their Wi Fi. I hear you guys fine. I just won't look. Oh. I just, I started. You have, like, you have taken my Anna. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Arkansas. Hey, you know, uh, I'm just going to get some Cat 5 and run it from the router through the roof and all the way here to the garage. <laughs> there just... you go. So <laughs> you're, drinking, you're drinking a beer that is like twice the amount of alcohol as uh, Bud Light. No, wait. Three times the amount of alcohol as Bud Light Lime. Yes. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm drinking beer that'll put hair so far up on your asshole, your colon is going to be furry. <laughs> 
<laughs> um, Which, I mean, you know, depending on your orientation, that might... <laughs> That'll be tough to shave off. Oh, my God. Was that a tickle the pecker joke? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> God. T- speaking of tips of the pecker, <laughs> Jason, what are you drinking? What the fuck, man? Wow. <laughs> wow. I'll tell you what. I can't wait when I come and have break bread with you, man. Polly Pocket's going to come home, and he's going to be cleaning my underwear by hand. Fuck your law degree, man. Start scrubbing. <laughs> Listen, I got um, I kicking it with some vodka and cran grape juice. Nice. Nice. The ladies love that drink. Is that called a Cosmo? Yeah, they do. Yep. No. Hey, <laughs> yeah. hey, you know what? I believe that's what Rachel was drinking on the ladies' host. She show. was, because that's all I got. I got rum. All I got is rum and uh, vodka left in the house. No, Cosmo's so, something so different. Pour it I don't have, I no, Cosmo's, have, I don't have soda Cosmo's house, vodka, so. cranberry juice, and triple sack. Yeah, Cosmo's has a little more yeah. alcohol in it. He's got a little... <laughs> so that... <laughs> I put two shots, of, two shots of vodka in there. Sarah Jessica Parker is looking down her long ass nose at you, Jason. <laughs> you know, I love my wife's post right now. I'm looking at this shit, and all these fucking mixologists are commenting. Fuckers. I don't have anything but the cranberry juice and the vodka. That's all I have. Would you rather me drink the shit straight? How about neat? I'll drink the vodka neat next time. There How's you that? go. No, I, I no. Oh, to be no, fair, no. I'd like to watch the faces that you make if you think bourbon yeah. burns. Speaking oh. of bourbon, my my uh, my my dad, my stepdad, my dad, he um, he went to one of those local distilleries that he's friends with, and he picked up a beautiful bottle of um, bourbon. And we're gonna, I'll try it next time I'm there, and if it's good, I'll get you guys a bottle. It's made here locally, so. And he raves about it, so I'm I'm excited to try that. I mean, you know, all the shit that we talk, I really did like that Knob Creek. I kind of missed the bottle. I went actually went for it, and I forgot we finished it. So, anyways. That's good. You done fucking picking on me already, everybody? All four of you fucking bastards. Jason, I Jason, think that the bourbon is better with 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 good conversation and and good company. So really, it may say more about us than your ability to drink it. Because I know you enjoyed it with your. Uh, yeah. You guys are definitely like an STD, man. You guys make shit burn when it goes down. On on the bright side, we are, oh, five minutes into recording, and Jason has finished his. Uh, Cosmo Light, as opposed to well, the bourbon that took him three hours to finish. <laughs> but, but in my defense, in good company, I did have a teleconference with Adam and Tim before this, true. and it seemed to have gone down a lot smooth. Very well, there true. you go. So, so what does that say about fucking YouTube bastards? <laughs> it, it, it says I wasn't invited to the teleconference. That's what it says. Yeah, apparently, I wasn't either. And Tim and Adam, what do you guys have tonight? Well, I have um, a white wine, White Jade by Franklin Hill Vineyards. It's a local vineyard up here. It's pretty awesome. It's nice. Average dry white. Tim, you're not drinking white wine. No, I'm drinking red wine. I'm drinking a 2013 Stag's Leap Artemis Cabernet. Ooh, that's a good one. I Out of my one. plastics Epcot wine glass. Do not put it's that not in the dishwasher. That, that was an awesome. <laughs> it's not plastic. Hey, listen, it's, it's called... Disney glass. It's not plastic. It's Disney well, glass. It is not dishwasher, dishwasher safe. safe. These are these are dish these are dishwasher safe, dude. Yeah, they're Turvis. Turvis. Yes, they're Turvis. My cousin's a Turvis. 
That's Scott, by the way, that, that looks fantastic. This? Yes, that looks very nice. This is a Maudit, Belgian-style double ale from uh, Unibrow up in uh, Canada. Uh, Julius will, will, I'm sure, be familiar with it, as, as should anyone who's been to the Epcot Pavilion and uh, the Canadian Pavilion in Epcot. Uh, Unibrow is featured prominently at Disney World, and uh, I'm very lucky that my local wa- uh, my local liquor store carries a, f- a wall full of craft beer, and uh, it, it was tough to choose which Unibrow um, which Unibrow beer I want because the Trois Pistolets is always a really good beer. Uh, I don't know if you has anyone had that at, at Canada. I try to avoid the Canadian mm-hmm. Pavilion like the plague. See, no, the, they have really good beers there. I mean, Canada makes some fine beers. I mean, I'm not, I'm not talking about Labatt and Moosehead and all that swill. I'm talking like real Quebec beers from Unibrow. It's really good. This one is a, uh, this one's 8%. It's not as strong as Mikey's, uh, but it comes in a full like bottle, like a pint with a cork. It's oh, really cool. awesome. Um, they had, uh, they had the Trois Pistolets, the Maudit. Uh, Le Fin de Mont, um, Blanche de something. It was like a, a white ale. They, they, they really make some great beers. So, Tim, when you're down by me, right on, go, right on, go, into, that, go into that liquor store and uh, and check them out because they got some great uh, Canadian beers there. Yeah, I'm going to have to go back because I, I need another bottle of Artemis. And they have Artemis the cheapest. So. Uh, when I, by the way, when I went in there today, they had Blanton's, a two-bottle maximum. You really? only buy two bottles at a time, yeah. Because I think really? it was uh, the 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 nine year old, the nine year aged one, the small batch one that you guys were the one with the horsey thing. Yes, yes. Oh, that's yeah. good. It was what was it fifty four? I think. Oh, we have it cheaper really? here. We have it cheaper here. Was it? Yeah, it was in the. It's like forty forty five here, forty three. Oh, nice, like nice. Yeah, I know. I know it's 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 in high demand because the Belmont just happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but it, yeah, they had a, they had a two bottle maximum that you could buy. Interesting. But speaking of drinking, uh, we got some bar review tonight and, uh, tonight we're heading over to, uh, to the animal kingdom at the nomad lounge. Uh, and, uh, a couple of us have been here. So, uh, so Tim, why don't you start us off at the nomad lounge? You know, I, I we have to give Joe Rody props because I, I he must have spent as much time on the Nomad Lounge and Tiffins as he did on Avatar Land. That place is amazing. I uh, you know I, I I honestly think he spent more time at Nomad Lounge than he did on on uh, Avatar. Well, he definitely spends more time there now because he's there. Uh, he's there every all night. the time. I I follow him on on Instagram and every it's like every fifth day he finds himself. In Animal Kingdom, at the Nomad Lounge, or at Tiffin's for some, for some dinner, uh, the life of Joe Rody is a life that I wish I could lead. But that um, damned earring. Yeah, I was just yeah. gonna say the same thing. Oh, yeah, that earring. As much as yeah. I love the guy, my my wife, she cannot get past that bird I don't, cage of an earring he's got hanging. <laughs> it's out. creepy. I don't think most people can get past that. His wife has to love it though. I don't think she has to. No. She, he's never she home, so it. there's a reason yeah, for that. That's true. Yeah. I think she tolerates it. Mrs. Tolerates Rody, that. if you're listening. To be fair, we don't know what her ears look like, though. Mm-hmm. Maybe true. she has them on both. I mean, maybe she maybe, has them somewhere else. Could be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, I was gonna say maybe she's like those like tribes in Brazil that have never seen humans before. You know, the if they've, world. If they've seen each other, Scott, they've seen humans. I mean, real human contact. Are you, know? you are you that white man racist? <laughs> <laughs> that you think Brazilians aren't human? <laughs> Wait, they're human? Well, the the ones marching around Epcot with the fucking flags are probably not. Could have no, fucking fooled me, me, Jesus. <laughs> they're barely mammalian. <laughs> and my English side comes out. <laughs> and there goes that Brazilian listeners. Ole, oi, oi, And then they come back. That's right. I so, brought them right back with some chanting. <laughs> so Nomad, <laughs> Nomad Lounge is, is uh, located right next to the, uh, the Tiffin's restaurant, right over by uh, the entrance to Avatar Land. Uh, it is it is a it's a bar themed to the areas and inspired by the areas of the uh, the Animal Kingdom theme park. So what's what's interesting about Nomad Lounge is the menu is actually broken up into the areas of Animal Kingdom. So you have you have some uh, some drinks that are inspired by Africa. Um, you have some drinks that are inspired by Asia, Indonesia, and Central and South America. Um, some of the highlights for, for each, uh, Africa has, uh, the Lamry libation, which is African oh, rum, was... star African rum, Cruzan, banana rum, guava puree, orange lime, pineapple juices, and then topped with Gosling's 151 rum. So there are three shots of rum in this one drink. And that's what I had. We and it is, um, it's really good. It's good. Yeah. It's I think really good is an understatement. Drink. It is, it is probably... I, I know everyone talks about the high tower just because of Casa Dragones, but the Lamu libation is probably one of the best drinks on that menu. It's yeah. a very, very smooth drink. Mm-hmm. Despite all the rum, it is actually really smooth. Um, also in Africa, they have the Spice Trader Classic, which is... Uh, Adam, have you tried this yet? I think that's is this the one... like, I, I feel like this is something you would really like. Which one? Is, tell uh, me what's in it, and I'll let you know. If so I this it. is a, the, the Spice Trader Classic has Heyman's Old Tom Gin, uh, Dolan Vermouth Blanc, lemon juice, and strawberries topped with soda water. It's kind of it's kind of a take on a gin ricky, with yeah, a little bit of that, uh, yeah. lemon juice and strawberry water. I looked at it, but I changed my mind at the last minute. I, I'm really good at picking out one thing on the menu, and then as soon as the waiter comes up. Totally ordering something else. <laughs> right. <that's, laughs> Did you get the <laughs> the night monkey? I think I got the night monkey. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did get the night monkey. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, each also each each area has uh, about five or six wines that are from that region. So you get there's some African wines uh, from both the Western Cape and uh, Swartland and South Africa and like Stellenbosch and the coastal region. They're they're really good. We had a couple of them in the wine flight at Tiffins. Oh. They had the. Uh, yeah. um, the Painted Wolf, Wolf Den, Pinotage, that was really good. I, um, I, I definitely want to say something about the wines. Um, they're probably not wines you're going to find anyplace else. Cause no. We, it's a no. very, very hard to get South African wines. A lot of places won't carry South African wines. And if they do, it's a very small selection. I have to say, the, Tim, you, you've been to the liquor store by my house. There's, yeah. there's really not much they don't have. And that's and that's the biggest selection that I found, and I still can't find no. my black pearl. 
No, they Wasp they don't have it. Pearl. They don't have it. And their African their African wine selection is limited to like Ernie Els wine, David Frost, basically South African golfers. Um, that, that uh, do fainting goat too. Fainting goat is another one they have. Yeah. Does Charlize um, Theron have a, a wine? She does not. Dave she Matthews. Does not. Nor does Oscar Pistorius. Dave Matthews. Dave Matthews um, does. Does have a Dave wine. Matthews Dreaming does. Tree. It's actually pretty good. Under the table in Dreaming Tree. If you are a South African celebrity, <laughs> it's your job to open up a winery. Yeah. And then get it. Um, but as we get into Indonesia, they have a couple of uh, they have a couple of fun drinks. The Anna Anna per, Anna Perna Zing. You say that while you're while you're trying to order it. I think I've had that too. You had that. That was the Bombay Gin, mm-hmm. the Sapphire, yeah. uh, Passion Fruit Puree, Mint, Simple Syrup, Lime Juice topped with ginger beer. Yeah, I had that. It's kind of it's kind of like a dark and stormy, but with gin. Yeah, Sounds it was pretty really good. good. It was very yummy. And, and then they have the uh, Zingiber Fizzy, which is just a, a non-alcoholic version of that. But, you know, what is non-alcoholic? Well, for the kids. <laughs> so you can bring you can bring your kid to Nomad Lounge like Matt Holmes and his daughter. Enjoying yeah, exactly. Some, some libations you know there what? at the Setuli Canteen or the you know what? If, if you can't enjoy a bar with your kid, it's just not worth it. If you can't tell your eight year old beer me and he doesn't understand <laughs> what that means, you're doing it wrong. My, my stepmother a, was a bartender before she retired and I grew up in a bar, so. I had plenty of Pepsi to drink as a kid. I got one of my best good friends. His mom was a, a, a bartender, waitress kind of thing. At Here in the South, we have things called beer joints. <laughs> where there's no liquor served. It's just beer. beer. It's cans yeah. of beer. It's a beer joint. And you order your beer, and they get the can and the fancy ones. They'll open the pop top for you, or the pull tab, with, with basically a... A six-inch section of uh, copper pipe that's been pressed down flat to get underneath yep. the tab, and she'll pop that open and hand it to you, and you're paying like two fifty for a twelve-ounce can I, of. I was Bud just Lounge. about to ask you how much are you paying per beer. About two fifty, but you go there for okay. the ambiance. It's dark. Yeah, it's smoky, yeah. and um, they had yeah. uh, dig dug. So I went to a bachelor party many many years ago in New York, in New York City. And um, that pretty much describes the place that I went to. You know, you go up to the bar and you order a PBR uh, in a can. Uh, Eight fifty. Yeah, that's well, a shame because that's like ten bucks a twelve pack. Yeah, but you yeah, see, I when know, you, I know that. But when you do it in New York City, it's a themed bar. Oh, so, so it was so hipster. I walked in and it's like everybody's got a beard and man bun, and I'm like, uh, fuck me it's the a man bun bar. the millennial mullet yep <laughs> uh so there's a couple of other drinks on the indonesian menu is the dalang's delight which is uh african rum batavia arak van Ostin, which i don't know what that is but i think it's a rum uh tangerine liqueur uh marinberry tea and simple syrup and lime juice that's the dalang's delight it's a balinesian drink uh, and then they make a non-alcoholic version as well for the kids. So you can you can bring your kids to Nomad Lounge, and they can get some fruity drinks without rum. And gin. you know, I'm I'm getting an idea of uh, why they call it the Nomad Lounge because it does travel all across the continent. Yeah, yeah, that's oh, it does. exactly why. So it does. you know, I mean, I would expect like you know just 
that, that the drinks weren't necessarily themed to the different, you know, countries, you know, within Africa. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, no, listening, it, listening to you describe it, I'm like, son of a gun, now I want to drink around the continent and never actually leave my damn seat. The whole point of this was was Joe Rody wanted to tell stories of not just the the park itself or not these areas, but how people eat and drink in these areas. So uh, I'm going to get to one of the biggest ones that he was uh, he was adamant that was included in the in in the menu uh, in in just a little bit. But we have you have drinks from each of these countries that are inspired by them that, that kind of transport you to them. So it really is, and I hate to be cliche about it, but it is really about storytelling through drinks and food. You know? Well, uh, it was also about the the atmosphere he wanted because right when they finished, when they first finished Nomad Lounge before it was open to the public, he went in and they were so proud, all the people who finished it were so proud of this thing and he went in and he looked around and he's like, it's too perfect. So each table has their own like design for chairs and, and tables. So he went around and he's mixed matching chairs. He's moving chairs around. So no table has the same chairs at it. This is Joe, that's how I want it. This is how I want it. Joe, because you know, I'm on a first name basis with him. Joe tells the story. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Joe tells a story of when he was creating the Nomad Lounge. His uh, and this is kind of the the funny thing is his biggest inspiration was Marion's bar from Indiana Jones in Nepal, and he wanted to have this like atmosphere where people just gathered and it was kind of like very wood, very red woods, brown woods, dark areas that were lit up by candlelight at night. And if if you go there, like we went there at like five o'clock. But if you go there about eight o'clock at night, nine o'clock at night now, it's this like warm. Welcoming... We were there at five o'clock. You showed up at five thirty. Yeah, yeah. We, we, well, <laughs> I had to do my hair. Yeah. My hair, my hair was very important, and it looked really good that night. Um, but but all kidding aside, it is a really great place to go at night because it's very warm and welcoming and inviting. You get this sort of familial place to it, where it's like. Uh, I like Cheers, kind of, but oh, yeah. Disney Disney Lounge. And I tell you what, we we went while we were waiting for Mister Hare to do his hair. Mm-hmm. Um, I had the Lamoulay Bation, Adam had the Night Monkey. We finished those drinks, and we're sitting there waiting for our reservation to be called. And the, the bartender comes over and sets a glass of Congolese right in front of me. I was like, I didn't order that. And he's like, It's on the house. We just changed the keg, and we had to uh, flush out the the lines. And that's when the first time I had Kungaloosh. And the Kungaloosh is really good. The Man, they talk about my vacation, but shit, you upgrade, you get free Kungaloosh. <laughs> <laughs> you get to yeah. watch emus out in the front yard. I mean, fucking, I don't, whatever, man. You're going to end you up gotta, going on a you cruise. Gotta stroke, and... You got to stroke the right dick. So as we I'm get into with Asia. Jason's dick. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't going to get you anything. No, it ain't. <laughs> As we get into oh, as we get into the show, you stroke it. <laughs> <laughs> he gets some good shirt ideas out of stroking Jason's dick. That's, That's, right. That's, That's right. I'll just make something that looks like an eternal cum stain and just say Jason's here. <laughs> as we get into Asia, that brings us that brings us to Tim's Night Monkey, um, which Adam's is Bacardi. Or did Adam had it or Tim? Yeah, had I had it. it. 
Oh, you had it? Okay. So this is Bacardi Grand Reserve, which is a, uh, I think it's an 18-year-old rum. It's either Grand 18 Reserve or 25, and I can't remember which one it is. There's it, might, it might be 25. One, one, there are two of them. There are two age runs that Bacardi does. One you cannot get here, and I think that might be the superior aged one, and that might that, be the that 25. That might be the 25. So I, I think I just, this is 18. I get them confused. Um, and then it's also got Maestro Rum. And then guava puree. But the kicker in this one is the coffee simple syrup. So simple syrup for our mixologist, Jason, is uh, sugar water. They basically, You basically boil sugar and water to make a simple syrup. But then they put coffee inside there and boil it down till it's clear. And then you get this like coffee. You get a sweet coffee flavor to it. And then they throw in some lime juice and a hint of cilantro in your drink. How was that, Adam? It was awesome. But I'm adventurous. That's kind of the so thing. So what 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 does a 25 year old rum taste like versus? Um, uh, um, it is as right smooth is it as it is as smooth as it as a loss as a high class as your first gifts. It's more along the lines. It's almost like a bourbon feel. Is the best yeah. way I can explain it. It has that. It gets because they're aged in wood casks, and yeah, no. you're gonna get that aged wood taste from it it, it mm-hmm. you can actually sip this straight well most of us could okay yeah so is it almost like a liqueur then no, it, well, no, it's, no, no it's more it, like a, it's more like a high class liquor like yeah it's okay. like a high class scotch whiskey bourbon anything so what does like that, that run if you wanted to buy a bottle of that can you even get your hands on it oh yeah yeah you could i i think I a um so when i went down to dc last with my uh with my wife and we have mm-hmm. some friends down in the district we went to this Cuban restaurant and my buddy is a big rum connoisseur. So he's like, we're going to order uh, Raul something. I cannot remember the name of it, but it was 23 years old. And I was like, okay, I'll try it. I've never drank rum neat ever in my life. And it was, uh, it, it was smoother than almost every scotch I've ever had. It was so good. It was, um, like you had this like caramel flavor to it. You taste a lot of like the brown sugar molasses mm-hmm. that it comes from. It had a really good smooth finish to it. You wouldn't drink Bacardi gold. You see, straight. but to be fair, no. Bacardi, the Bacardi is the 25 year that I had. And yeah. It was actually no, I'm saying you wouldn't, in, you wouldn't drink, um, you wouldn't drink the, the $20 bottle Bacardi gold. But I think this, I think this 23 year old rum only probably ran about 40 to $50 a bottle. It's not that expensive. It's $30. I just looked it up as $30 and it's a sipping. There rum. you go. Yeah. The B- okay. Bacardi one that I got, they only sold in Puerto Rico when I was on another cruise. Aged rums do not have the market that aged whiskeys or bourbon. You got to right. remember bourbon and whiskey is expensive now because hipsters like Tim, Adam, and me. <laughs> I'm not a hipster. No, whiskey's oh. When I started okay. drinking, whiskey's always been, always been very expensive. It, it, it's always expensive because of the process it takes. Yeah, it. But it's it's also very popular. Whiskey is much more popular than sipping rum. It depends I mean, on where you are. But, I mean, but here's the thing. In America, in America, in America whiskey is much fair. more popular than sipping yeah. rum. Yeah, but if you go to some of these islands, they're sipping rum. They're well, not, yeah, if you go to Puerto Rico, they're sipping yeah, rum. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it really, it's it's a more of a regional thing. It's not, I couldn't say, and you go into Mexico, they're sipping tequila. 
when when we went to Jamaica, we we had um, we had, I mean it was it was a resort, so it was open bar, whatever you wanted, and you know we had like fifteen, twenty year old rums, easily available, and it was really good. I mean we mixed it with things, so it was even better. Um, I'm sure it was even better. We never drank it neat. I wish we would have now because after drinking it neat that one time, it's something I would I would have on a regular basis. The only kind of rum I remember clearly from my trip to Jamaica was on another cruise ship was um, we got off the ship and we got a bottle of banana rum in a plastic bottle. <laughs> I don't know why I thought this was a good idea to drink. But oh, God. Yeah, me and about four or five <laughs> other people that we met on the ship just sat there. And this is before they had all the rules on cruise ships. And we just sat on deck <clears> all night and just passed the bottle around swinging nice. it. Yeah, it was fine until about the about yeah maybe halfway through the next day where all I had were banana burps. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> banana rum burps are the worst thing you ever have in your life. We got a <laughs> bottle of Bacardi Dragonberry in the fridge that I don't know what to do with. It's very make, sweet. Make the Dragonberry Let me give you my address. It's very sweet. Send it to, send you can, it to Mike. You can make that Dragonberry cocktail. I'll give you my address, and if you can, we can't find the recipe. Here. We can only find the recipe for the slushy. And I don't want the slushy. I want the regular drink. I'll, uh, I'll, 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 I'll see if I can find it. I ha- There's a few websites that I have that might have it. Ask your uh, cast member friend. I, I could. Yeah. I could. She's in charge. Tim, of, I will. Uh, I will. Food and wine. Tim, if, if Scott gets the recipe, I expect a Facebook live of you mixing the drink. Absolutely. That would be me mixing the drink. I'm yeah. the, yeah. Yeah. I'm the bar Adam's the mixologist. He, he does better with the mixed drinks. I just tend to just throw shit in a glass and hope it tastes good, like kind of like Jason does. So you got your <laughs> Macallan 12 that you usually drink, right, Tim? I want to jump ship here for a usually, second. Usually, yes. Okay, so I, I was out with uh, my students. We usually meet one night, have drinks, and kind of let you know everybody loosen up a little bit and, and, and just freely talk. Um, and I took a, I just wanted one pull of the Macallan 12. Yeah, dude. No. What? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Holy fucking. I put that shit in my mouth and I'm like, this motherfucker drinks this shit like this? That Tim is an amazing left. bottle of whiskey. <laughs> Tim just you know what? got okay, up and left right, let me the podcast. <laughs> maybe this restaurant, it was an, it's an upscale restaurant for the area. I mean, uh, you know, it's, it's not like it's a dive. Um, but you know, I mean, where, where do they, do you think they mix the shit and water it down because it is a more expensive? No. I mean, it's, I didn't think it no. was. Probably not. Okay. Well, you know, fuck you guys. It's gross. I like <sighs> it. Oh, man. Do you like it, Adam? I like yes. it. Yes. Um, I don't like, the ones that I have to avoid for me are the overly smoky ones. I don't. The Eli, yeah. the Eli yeah. scotches. Yeah. I'm not a big smoky person i don't like that flavor per se i like more int- i like more complex things if smoke is on the overwhelming taste i'm not going to enjoy it but if, if it's a lighter aged in a smoked barrel i'll i'll drink it but tim, i like the mccallan 12 i enjoy it tim, tim doesn't even have Tim's, his tim doesn't even know yet. what He's to already say shaking his head nothing man. compared to the bourbon man i tell you it's like man i'm glad i only got one finger pulling it but, 11 fucking dollars but to be fair i think i broke my headphones <laughs> 
To be fair, I am a much bigger fan of bourbon than I am of whiskey most of the time. I agree. Okay, I agree. Holy fuck, you it, don't it, like McCollin 12? I'm disappointed. I, uh, God. It, how, Tim, how are we friends with this okay, guy? Okay, let me ask you something. What What do you like? Like with the bourbon, I can at least pick apart the complexities That's of the drink. Like. You got the vanilla, you got the mm-hmm. sweetness, you okay. got how it's warm up front. Did you, this is this is the McCollin 12. McCallan 12 is water and did you taste? Did you taste the apple flavor? The honey, Fuck no, a little bit of citrus. The honey or the I apple. mean, there's no. so much going on in Macallan 12. Oh. You've got the sherry cask that it's aged in. You've got this like sweetness to it. You gotta love sherry. I mean, you're like sweet. a British. You're like a 90 year old British woman here. You've gotta Fucking love this sweet. shit. There is nothing sweet about Macallan 12. It was. It was. See, I, it, I have to agree. I don't find that sweet. I don't Did find Macallan 12 sweet. Before you oh, it's not it. sweet. I'm, I'm talking about. The, You've got this like cinnamony sweetness flavor to it, this like sugary flavor at the end of it. How do you not taste it? The the way I explain alcohol, dude. No. The way the way I explain Macallan Twelve is, you take a sip of Macallan Twelve. You got to do it with that splash of water. Yeah, Mm -hmm. you do. I did, and I put a splash of water in there after I took the first sip. And it's like a it's like a warm hug from your favorite leather jacket. Yeah. Yes. It it has a very leather. Very leathery taste, yeah, very manly like, taste. Mm-hmm. It's like you sit there with a cigar and yeah. a glass of Macallan 12. It has a tobacco. Oh, that's the one I keep on. on comparing to tobacco, right? It, it does have a tobacco flavor to it. Yeah. Um, they, they, I, I don't know if they mix in the mash some like apple peels, but there's an apple yeah, flavor to it. Never tasted the apple. Oh, I'll the apple. probably taste it. I, citru- I get some citrus. I get, yeah, you definitely uh, get some, some, vanilla, some orange, some cinnamon, some orange in there. Little little tiny bit of honey because it's a Highland malt, um, but it, it 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 is probably my favorite bottle of every day. I'm not gonna I'm not afraid to spend the fifty bucks on that bottle of uh, of whiskey and drink it over the course of a month or so. A month? Well, I mean, <laughs> I, I I got like nine bottles upstairs. I'll I'll rotate it in and out so I I can serve it, but. The bourbon wins over that shit. I'm the only one in my house that drinks that. Adam drinks, drinks all whiskey. my whiskey now. I don't have to share my whiskey. I, I married a girl that does not. The whiskey most well, hang on a second, Tim. Hang on a second, buddy. Because what if I got bamboozled? What if my take on this McAllen 12 was from some bartender who tried Could to be. bamboozle me with some shitty whiskey? And, and, and charge me for it, and I go the rest of my life going, it's shitty whiskey. And then finally in my 90s, you and I meet up, and you give me, I'm like, well, you know what? Just let me have a sip of that. And I'm like, you know, this shit is fucking amazing. Are you kidding me? See, so, that's, that's why, not, that's not why you drink me with a friends finger, you're, you're going, pour for you. Well, to be fair, if you're going out to, I can picture that in a bar or like a dive mm-hmm. bar. I can't picture that in a restaurant then giving away with yeah. you. Because they, they, they could probably give two shits less what's yep. going on behind the bar, you know, Mo- at a but, restaurant. But but to be fair, at a higher-end restaurant, I, I was a bartender. At a higher-end restaurant, the people who are ordering these whiskeys know what they're supposed to Yeah, you're not going to have an average Joe say, give me a mm-hmm. give me McCollin 12, double cast. Yeah. Right. It's just, it's, it's, no, and I'm not, but just coming from that aspect, at a restaurant, most of the people who are ordering whiskeys Know what a whiskey is supposed to taste like. Know what a high-end whiskey is supposed to taste like. So it makes it that much harder to fake. And if it can get sent back, and then you're fucking screwed. Because if the manager finds out that you're fucking serving that, you're done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I look, it, it, 
whisk scotch whiskey is not for everyone i mean if 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 you didn't love the taste i i mean my my father-in-law can't stand whiskey he's a he's a vodka guy you know he loves he loves vodka okay. he doesn't like whiskey at all he doesn't like beer hate you know he's not a big beer guy but you know you give him you give him good vodka i made him uh adam i made him one of my uh vesper martinis nice. last weekend nice loved it loved it he's like this is the best martini i've ever had i was like yeah because it's got gin in it which is a real martini well gin has some different interesting flavors too though when you think about it i mean it depends on the on the mixture that they use in a gin that's why i like bombay sapphire so much because i like I the mix bombay. that they put in it I love Bombay. So far, <laughs> I know we're off topic. Uh, let's uh, let's get back quick, to the menu. Quick, back, back, just to me, real quick, so I can go okay. robot on you, real quick. To, to to play devil's advocate for Jason here, do you think maybe you can't appreciate a good whiskey or scotch or bourbon until you've really had you know several different kinds of shitty whiskey and scotch scotches and bourbons. <laughs> true. I mean, no, I agree with that. I mean, J- Jason, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying. Taste. Well, here, hang I'm, on a I'm, second, though. Let, let me run this by you. Let me run this by you. Right before that, I had a very sweet oh, martini. Yes. Oh, yeah. Would absolutely. that have killed there the palate? Yes. Would that have done oh, it? Yeah, yeah that's gonna fuck okay. up your palate. All right. So, yeah. so there, there it is. There's. So Jason, I, I didn't. I guess I didn't give it an honest, yeah. uh, honest Jason, taste. Then. Jason. Yeah. Did you have an apple teeny? No, but there was a cherry in it, fucker. <laughs> I'll tell you what, that son bitch will uh, knock you on your ass, but it did have cherry in it. And it was so sweet at the bottom, I couldn't even finish and it. And his but... students are looking at him like, he just ordered what after a crown right. apple teeny? I had to man up a little bit. All the guys were sitting around now, and just all the suits were coming, and I'm like, yeah, you got McAllen 12? Give me just one poll. I just got time for one poll. Speaking of I'm cherries... Not... Yeah. Okay, speaking of cherries, the uh, the the leaping lizard, okay, the Malibu rum, Augusta Curacao, uh, with orange passion fruit, mango juices. This is the Central and South America portion of the of uh, the Nomad Lounge menu. It's it's kind of a it's it's kind of a yellow drink, with um, but when they garnish it, they take a pineapple wedge, and then take two maraschino cherries, not the red maraschino Real cherries ones. that everyone's used to. Real ones. But the actual black cherries, mm-hmm. and it kind of makes a kind of makes a lizard face to it. Oh, sure. Yeah, it's the ultimate girly uh, drink. Anything with Malibu in it is a girly. Yeah, drink. it's, it's a definitely dropper. Girly drink. My girly drink, my girly drink of choice. Um, eat. Trader Sam's says Malibu in it. Oh well, that was a frozen. <laughs> but when you when you get into when you get into this area, as you as you go through the, through the rest of the the the, the menu. They wrap up in Bali. Uh, they have the Snow, Le- uh, Snow Leopard Salvation, which is Snow Leopard Vodka, Belle de Brulette, pe- uh, Pear Liqueur, Mint, and Lime Juice topped with ginger beer. But then they have a really cool one, which I is called the Jen's Tattoo. So this, so this is Kettle One Vodka, which is very good vodka. Mm. Uh, watermelon Hibiscus Liqueur. And then lime juice, and then they top it with a lime, like a lime slice, and then a lotus flower on top of the on top of the uh, the lime, or a hibiscus flower on top of the lime. It's pretty cool. But you know, the one thing I will say about uh, the one thing I will say about Nomad Lounge is none of these drinks are over no. 
twelve dollars. They're about twelve twenty-five is the highest price. Um, many of them are about nine seventy-five. The Spice Trader uh, Classic that that we talked about with uh, that I think Adam would really enjoy nine seventy-five. The Night Monkey is nine dollars. I mean, no, these great aren't prices, bad actually. prices. This is pretty fair for yeah. in par- in park good Which, liqueur, good. Uh, we were actually good talking drinks. about. You're you're missing the best part of this, though. They share a kitchen with Tiffins. They do. The and, uh, all your that, drinks come. All your drinks from Tiffins comes from. The Nomad. food. Yes. Is so phenomenal they do, there. They do I mean, have a. They shot. do have a food menu. It is though. And I'm drinking wine. I don't think you shoot wine, but I'll do I'm it. Sure you do. Shoot it. No, they they do ha- they do have a, a small plates menu. They have a ver- vegetarian summer roll. Um, with a ponzu sauce, Indian buttered chicken wings. If anyone's had Indian butter, um, like buttered chicken from like an Indian restaurant, uh, they basically take that sauce and rub it over chicken wings and then grill it. Really good. Seasonal fish balls, uh, seared wagyu beef with ponzu and chili, ponzu no, sauce and no, fish balls. No, no, Tim. Nope. He said balls. Fish balls. <laughs> <laughs> uh, seared wagyu beef. They reach up into the cloaca to pull those out. <laughs> Uh, they have uh, pork ribs with honey glazed coriander spice uh, sauce, and then a how uh, this this is the really adventurous part: house made head cheese and chicken Ugh. liver pate. Brains. Yep, brains. I know. I it's and- it's definitely an, an adventurous. But here's the thing: if you want, this is what I love about. It's what I really love about Nomad Lounge is if you want yeah. to be adventurous. You can. You don't have to spend a lot of money. The house made head cheese and chicken living pate meal or small plate is only nine dollars. So you can say, you know what? For nine bucks, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be adventurous. I'm gonna try something new on vacation. I'm gonna I'm gonna be Indiana Jones that I'm gonna be Indiana Jones. I'm gonna eat some monkey brain. You know, but that it, menu, all those things on the menu question number one before I go into that. Yeah, is this a walk absolutely, in? Yeah. you walk into this yes. bar this long? Absolutely. Okay. To and be honestly, fair, though, it's mm-hmm. probably going to get a lot open, yeah. tougher now. It's that literally indoors. right at the entrance. It is because when we went, yeah. when we went in April, that place was dead. Really? So it's also early, but it was, it was also early. it was five o'clock. It was five o'clock, which is happy hour though. That's happy hour. Not not when you're in Disney. Well, World. No, well the bar the no, bar wasn't dead. The bar had it, quite it, a few people in it. I mean, every spot wasn't filled. Bar was busy, but the bar was busy. The restaurant was slow. Yeah, but it was an early. But they 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 picked up later on. Mm-hmm. As we were leaving, they picked up. But, you know, yeah, but I that hope... menu was fantastic. I it, mean, everything is. on there is like mouth watering to me. Well, you know, and and that's the thing is with with this menu, you can get you can get adventurous and not be out. I mean, apart from the only the only pricey thing on that on that uh, small plate menu is the seared wagyu beef, which is mm-hmm. twenty one dollars. Yeah, but that's oh. still it's and still you can not get as the bread bad service as your... there too. Yes, you can get the bread service there. Now let me ask you this: Are they going to because it's a lounge and because you're not at an actual sit-down restaurant, or are the chefs going to take? Are they going to treat yeah. your yes. plate like yes. no, second rate? Not. Are they going to treat it's, you no, like no, 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 no. Tiffins? No, they share the Tip, restaurant yeah. with Tiffins, so absolutely. You're getting your, high your quality Tiffin food. chef is yes. making your yeah. nomad yeah. food appetizer. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. That's awesome. But, you know, where the brains came from? What camel that is? I I I don't 
It does I not mean, say. It wouldn't turn. I'm going to assume, I'm I'm assume like, cow. I, I, I would want to know. Oh, wait no, a minute. Where are you getting cow. brains from? Are you getting Who's brains from the pate? Head no, the head cheese. Head cheese, head cheese is, is brains. brains. No, it's head not. cheese is brains. That's yeah. not brain, dude. That's just uh, the meat, all the leftover meat that they sear yeah. off of the head and shit, and then they, they put it in this. Um, oh, I don't know the. Yeah, that's that's not no brain, guys. Head cheese. Head cheese. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Excited about shit. Head cheese is not a dairy cheese, but a meat jelly made from the flesh yeah. from the head of a pig. Yeah. Or, or a cow. Or cow. It, it's not. It's made from the fat, though. It, it's it's weird. But, I, but I it's not brains? No, it's not brains. Because I wanted some, like, you know, bovine <laughs> memories. Well. <laughs> when I want to eat, like a flatworm. You're in Arkansas. You I, get I, that every day, don't you? I, True. I don't know. <laughs> Flatworms? No, we, we have we have monster ticks down here. So we, we um earlier we but earlier we talked about a couple of the exclusives at uh at Tiffin's, which is the Kungaloosh oh, spiced so excursion ale. Oh so good. It is it is brewed specifically for Disney, uh by a brewery in Miami. Yeah. Which is a Sam Adams uh well, conglomerate yeah. kind of thing. Um, but it is, uh, it's specially created for the Nomad Lounge. The spice in it comes from a cinnamon, cardamom, and anise flavor that they add to the, to the mash. Um, it was, I, it, yeah. it was really, I'm not normally really a fan good. of dark beers and I really like this beer and I, I can't wait till <laughs> it sounds fucked up, but I can't wait till the license is expired with Disney. So that, which is in about six months, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, two, no, uh, no, two years, two years, May, May of twenty eighteen, May of tw- May it of twenty eighteen, two years, May of twenty eighteen. That's right. They got a they got a two year license beer. on this beer. Sam Adams will sell it. Uh, you can actually find this beer at the Brew Pub in Miami, and I I put out the name of the brewery that does it on our Facebook group. If you go back and look for the Kungaloosh, uh search Kungaloosh at Three Sheets of the Mouse, uh, you can find it there. But I I did. I did find it. You can get it only at Tiffin's and at the brew pub for the brewery in Miami. What we were told by the bartender is that they have the license agreement that it's going to be exclusive for those yeah. two years. After those two years, they're not going to use the name Kungaloosh. They they'll, yeah, they'll do some, the some other, yeah. Same beer under I'm a different I'm sure to be label. kind of close. So the trick is trying to figure out It'd which label. The, the one, the it, one down in, when they when they release it down in Miami, it's just called Spice Excursion Ale. And that's probably so what it'll maybe be that's here, probably yeah. what it'll be. So it'll, it'll probably be the same. But the other exclusive drink, um, and this is this is a Joe Rody specialty, is called the uh, Mustang Coffee. Not Mustang. It's it's it looks Mustang coffee on the menu, but it's pronounced Mustang coffee, and it's one of the one of the beverages that was served to Joe Rody during his travels in Nepal by Sherpas. Uh, and what this is is a um, uh, it's well, let me pull up the, the did, recipe here. But did this, the Sherpas really have Crown Royal? <laughs> they might they, well they might have so it's crown royal brown sugar and butter with uh, essentially hot coffee but it, the coffee is not just like brewed in your normal coffee pot it's brewed in a copper pot yeah. on coals like turkish kind of like turkish coffee yeah i was just gonna uh, say it 
it looks really it's, it's good. It's Indonesian and would, coffee. It's Asian coffee. Yeah, it's Indonesian coffee. Um, I would definitely try this at some point. You lost me at Crown Royal, and you finished me with the hot coffee. I know. It's it's the the Ethiopian coffee. So so what they use for this coffee is Tim's uh, like nope. If you go, whole, you yeah. can now you can get this coffee. You can make this at home. Okay. If you go to Joffrey's website, joffreys.com or joffreyscoffee.com, I don't know what it is. All right, so uh, you can make this coffee at home. Go over to joffreys.com. You can buy the you can buy the coffee. It's the Ethiopian coffee that's specifically made for Nomad Lounge. And each and now jo- Joffrey's is actually making specific coffees for different areas, different uh, restaurants. Uh, California Grill, well, Cellier have their own coffee. Um, Kona the Kona blend is there. The, the, what is it? They don't sponsor us in any way. We just nope. But if they want to sponsor us, Joffrey's, if you're listening, we will we will gladly have your coffee. Just send it to us. And their tea. I like their tea. And their tea. But um, yeah, we'd have to check out their tea. That's but, our next uh, order. Yeah. And they make K cups now too, yeah. so you can have the same coffee yeah. in your K cup. But it's got a it's got a sweetness from the brown sugar, a creaminess from the butter. Apparently, it is awesome coffee if you're a coffee lover it's got a really good flavor it was one of the things that joe Rody wanted most to include in this restaurant only because uh when he was at the base of uh, of everest doing the doing the uh expedition everest research this is what the sherpa served him was whiskey and coffee combined he's like the disney golden child right now he could do no wrong he really is he really is well he's the head of imagineering right now now right yes he is He's my cousin's boss. So, um, awesome. we we encourage you to go check out Nomad Lounge. It's kind of off, it, you know it was off the beaten path until until Pandora opened. It's right off the opening to Pandora. So, if you're walking into Pandora, make a right turn over to Nomad Lounge. Check it out. Let us know what you think. Head over to Facebook.com/groups/three-sheets, and uh, if you find yourself at Nomad Lounge, share some pictures. But not too much because we don't want to get it too crowded. There, where I can't get. Yeah, in no, I no, no. We, you know what? We have this. We have this thing where we influence people on what way. to do, what to drink, and you know, I'm afraid that we're gonna lose all of our small batch whiskey because all of our all of our Facebook listeners are <laughs> they're buying a bowl so of Knob Creek. With, yeah, I know, right? We gotta, we gotta, we gotta say, ease up on the whiskey purchases. Yes. Or send us whiskey. <laughs> right. Well, we've got people willing to send us booze. I don't know if that <laughs> is that <true>. legal. <laughs> is yes. that legal? <laughs> Depends yeah. on the state that you're in. <laughs> I know Pennsylvania is a gray line as far as. No, it, it, you can't buy it. But if somebody sends it yeah. for a gift, it's allowed. So um, for for our um, for our main main attraction tonight. Uh, there's been some new changes to the fast pass system because of assholes. Greedy fucks. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, the okay. best, right, we'll, the nicest we'll way you can put it. I mean, yeah, some assholes, some one percenters that well, think they're brighter than others. The fun, and I did some research on this about, um, why they're actually cracking down and why this became such an issue because I'm sure anybody who's had a kid has used their kids fast pass for an attraction. I don't, I don't care who you are. The kid doesn't want to go go on it. Kids afraid of it, whatever. You set them up for a pa- fast pass and they're good to go. 
that's kind of not what's going on here. Um, basically, what was going on is that people were using expired tickets or a second ticket on an account that's already existing. Basically, tickets like that your, were... Like your buddies? Exactly. Tickets that were actually not used to enter the park. So let's say somebody has an annual pass that you're friends with and you you set up their fast pass. They didn't go to the park that day, but they gave you your, your ma their magic band to use or their ticket to use. You'd be able to get on that attraction as a fast pass. It was used and that. You know what? You're doing it for your kid. That's fine. I get that. The real issue here was that it, um, the guides got a hold of it. The third party tour guides. These are the assholes that were using the disability passes. Yeah. And it, yeah. It, it's it's the one percenters. Well, no, because you know what? There's a market for it. And the sucky part about it all is that these people are going to fuck it up for everybody else. And these people will pay whatever amount to get all their fast passes taken care of. So in order to crack down on that, the loophole has been closed. And now there will be an in-park validation system to make sure that a guest using a fast pass actually used that ticket to get into a park. And I think it's fantastic. I have no problems with it at all. Me either. I have no problem with that either. I did. I I was like like Adam. I was doing some research on this too because I, I I was wondering. You know, in my experience with the internet, it's always been uh, the dark side of the internet, and you know the the not, procuring digital items in a less than legal manner. Okay, is what I may or may not have done because we have an attorney uh, present. But I I uh, I make no I make no judgments on you. I am. My ears are plugged. It's, we got we got privilege right now, Proceed. right? Proceed. Or yes. listeners too. Turning client privilege. So, <laughs> yeah, they're they're sure, they're all not? everybody For, keep quiet. He's, he's on retainer, but um, you know, most of the information that I was able to dig up on this came from a certain message board of a certain popular dis the Disney type of medium that. A lot of people, you know, put their stock into, and it was apparently this is like so prevalent to the point that people just they have a four-letter acronym that the people that do this all the time know exactly what they're talking about. Mm -hmm. And I thought I knew all the acronyms because we did our WTF ADR SOS episode, and SDFP was something that I had never even seen, you know, typed out. I was like, "What the fuck does that stand for?" And it means same day fast pass, mm -hmm. but. That and you know, whenever someone says SDFP, it always translated into using a phantom magic band to get extra fast passes for people who were not in the parks. And when Disney came out with this, they were still going to the parks to try it out and see how far they would get before they get locked out. And I'm thinking, you are just some fucking asshole. You know, there are some fuckholes, is mm -hmm. what they are. Any place you want to put a dick. <laughs> That's what they are. Not the dick, just the place you're going to stick it. Even if they're like a sleazy navel that's like a half an or inch deer. Fuck them and their fuckholes. No, th these, these people well, is, these people are, are... You see, my actual problem with the way Disney's handling it, though, and I get they can't truly police it really well, but they're still going to allow them to take that spot. And this is my real issue, is that they're still going to allow them to make that Fast Pass reservation... And then not punish them until after, and not punish them until they try to use it. Right. So there's instead wouldn't wouldn't it be easier, Adam, in today's technology, 
to say if you did not actively sign in to the park with your fingerprint, you right. your fast passes are null and void. That, Would it not that be the easiest way? But the problem is that that should be the way it's done, but unfortunately, and you're going to run into a problem with the kid who, for whatever reason, and we've all seen it going through the turnstiles where they're fast pat, when they're having problems with the bracelet and they're having problems with their finger or they're too young to figure out how to actually make it work. They're under three, whatever it is that they can't get that, figure well, it out. The age, the age group has got to, I mean, I, I get that. I mean, we, we can, but you know, maybe, maybe they're going to have to to maintain the integrity of the system, they're going to have to figure it out. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, you without know? a doubt. I mean, at the end of the day, your three-year-old's not writing Tower of Terror. Right. No. Right. And but the, but and that's what they're going to have to actually... They're going to have to take it to that point to make it a point. Your three-year-old is not going to be able to get on this attraction. There's no way love averages they're tall enough. But when you set... Well, no, I guess when you set up that fat, that magic band, you have to put in an age, don't you? Yeah. You do put yeah, because a you're putting in an age for the child ticket. Child tickets are automatically less too. Yeah. Well, not everybody's got fingers at them. Yeah, but yeah. then they'll pull you to we'll the side and they got your face. They'll take a picture of you and then uh, yeah, you on they file. have the yeah. I mean, that was well, a Disneyland does that. Disneyland uses photo recognition throughout the park. Yep. Where when you actually walk into Disneyland and the first time you use your pass to get into the parks, they take your picture. Yeah, and they use photo. I mean, Disneyland is a totally different thing than Disney World, mm -hmm. just attendance-wise. Right. So I don't know how yeah. that would work, but they take your picture when you first get into Disney. Mm -hmm. The first time you use your pass, if it's a multi-day pass, they take your picture. And it takes a little bit longer to get in, but I don't have a problem in implementing that in Disney yeah. World. For that matter, you can make it part of MDE. You can have your own picture on your MDE app. Yes. I, I think a lot of people will get a kick out of it. Put, make it so that you can put like stupid ears. Hell, charge for it if you need to. Every little, and and you know people would pay for that, Adam. Exactly, you pay for it. Oh, every little gadget, every little like decoration you can would, throw on it. People would buy that. People would pay for that. I know because it's Disney. Why not? Exactly. You know, look, the last three years we've traveled with Ethan. He's always had the ability to make fast passes. And I will say, I have never, ever made a fast pass for him because there was no point. He was always with us. He was under two. He didn't have a magic band. He had a magic band, but he never actually used it. He never wore it. I'm like, apart from, oh, I want to wear my magic band once in a while this mm -hmm. last trip. But these, the people that were doing this were as scummy as those that were essentially hiring a disabled person to walk them. That's to the exactly what and they were doing. There would be people would go in at rope drop and go straight to the kiosks. And that's all they did. Get, yeah. And it wasn't even like they just, they, they found a family member that was disabled and would bring him down, to, you know, and have the vacation with them. No, this was someone who, who called up a service that would, hire a disabled person with a disabled ID and would get a disabled pass to bring a rich family to the front of the line. And it was it's disgusting, disgusting and awful. Yeah. And I'm glad that Disney is cracking down so on us. Can we not just shoot these people? Mm. Not in the park. I'm okay with that. Not in the park. I'm okay with that. Yeah, no, outside, outside. Put them in Bay Lake. Beat them to the Gators. Yeah. Beat them to the Gators. All righty. 
So since we got on the whole fast pass and it's been a big topic of discussion, I kind of tasked the guys this week to come up with their own fast pass selections for the Magic Kingdom Park. They're going to have to sell me on their fast pass selections and why they did it. So I guess we're going to start off with um, Tim. What you got for me? Sell me on your fast pass selections. Do I do I do all mine at one shot or do we do one at a time? Yeah, no, all yeah. yours at one shot. All right. Let's hear your day, Tim. Let's hear your day. God. Why are you starting with me? All right. After he's drunk at No Man Lounge. Yeah. Big Thunder Mountain. Breakfast buffet. Even though they just re- recently redid their queue, it still is not comparable to Disneyland's Big Thunder Mountain queue, so I'm going to skip it. And I'm going to fast pass it. Walk right through that queue. Get right on that train. And ride that coaster. It's a fun ride, and you you definitely need to oh, yeah. ride it. Yeah, but you don't need to see the queue. Don't no. ride it in a thunderstorm. No. No. <laughs> they will no. stop your ass out in the middle of it, and the cast members will look at you and laugh because they're trying to do some shit, and you're out there in the rain in a train in Spain. Is that full, full on the plane? <laughs> in pain. Is that is that a personal experience, Mikey? Yes, it is. <laughs> they're, 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 that was that the was, closest I that got. Was to very, the, that, that it, was very detailed for not a personal experience. It rained so hard when we got on that. We sat in like the exit queue, I guess I would call I don't know, the, the exit for like 45 minutes waiting for the rain to let up before we could leave. It was wow. so torrential. I loved it. That's Florida. <laughs> Florida in September. All right, so what else you got, Tim? Monsters, Inc. Left Laura, as, as we at Three Sheets like to call MILF. MILF. If I'm going to take the time to ride that ride, which we don't ever trip, I'm going to fast pass it. Just get it over with. That ride's fucking funny. It's fun. I mean, that has Mikey's... some of the best dad jokes. I was that guy. Maybe <laughs> you'd like it better guy. if you were that guy, but I was that guy. And Roz was sitting, you know, she's all like, that guy, you know. <laughs> Fuck, that ride is great. You know, screw everybody else. Tim, I'm with you. Fast pass that shit. Pick your own seat. Yeah, the queue is not that great. You're just walking through pretty much a glorified no, actually, Actually, no. Tim's right. The queue is, the key, well, the queue is Irregardless of whether you fast pass or not, the queue is the same and it's bullshit. And you know, if you can if you can wait five minutes and go fast pass it, as opposed to thirty minutes and wait in line for it, fast pass it. But if you fast pass it, you can get in there and find you know a clean. You guys know that you have to sell me on yours next, right? I'm selling everybody. We're we're helping. We're helping a brother out. (laughs) I'm working retail. We're helping a brother out here. I'll even give Cause, you the because Mikey and I, Mikey and I love this. I mean, this is like dad joke central. Hell yes, not, it is. I'm not a dad, and, and, and I've seen all the normal jokes. You know, when he says, "You know, be Randall and, and and show me how you disappear," maybe the guy's smart enough to duck down out of the camera. Maybe uh, he's I not, love, and it gets awkward. Love, but it's fucking great every time. <laughs> and then they pick on me because I'm wearing a fluorescent yellow shirt. And the motherfucker calls me an electric banana. <laughs> so on camera wait. in front of everybody. So, so I, I got a re- real quick funny story. So the last time we went to Disney World in April, we did MILF. And, uh, the, you know, uh, Buddy comes on. He he does his little shtick and he asks, like, audience questions. He's like, what you he, – he finds this, like, I don't know, 14, 15-year-old kid from the south. He's like, what would you have for breakfast today? He's like, hot Cheetos. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Buddy goes – 
What did you wake up at a frat house? <laughs> I will say, do you yeah. think do you think the Imagineers knew what they were doing when they named this attraction Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor? Yes. They oh, there's did. no doubt and in my mind. It's all well, about acronyms with Disney fans. When yeah. when did yes. it, when, when did that come out? If it came out before the first American Pie, then no, they didn't oh, have any idea. Way before the it first American Pie. Okay, then I don't think yeah. they knew. Or wait, no, way, way after. after. It was after. It was after, it was after, after? the first American okay. Pie. So was, if yeah. anything, they owe some royalties to uh, Sean uh, William Scott. Probably do. Probably do. Stifler. Stifler. But that honestly, it's it's a fun ride. It's, it's not a it's ride. Attraction. attraction. We don't have ride Son of attraction. A bitch. I mean, it, it, at least the fucking Stitch ride ride has like your restraints that come down on you, so you can't fucking get up and leave halfway through that Fuck shit. That fest. Attraction too. I love it. I love Milf. I love Stitch. I, I love Milf, and I love Monsters Inc. And Black you Lord. love a stripper's ass too. You know what? No, I want to touch on a stripper's ass and say if she doesn't have any goose pimples on that ass, then I want nothing to do with it. <laughs> I don't care how smooth it is. I want some goose pimples because goose pimples means she's happy to have my money. Or it's cold. <laughs> or, or, or it's, it's cold. cold. Yeah. Yeah. If it's cold, so what then else, everything what else, else you got, is pimples. What else are you fast passing on your day? I'm gonna fast pass Mickey's Filler Magic because I hate waiting in that fucking pre-show with all those people because they just pack you in and they don't care where you're stepping. Step yeah. all the way to the left. Step all the way to the left, and they just pack you in. You can yeah. be standing next to this smelly bastard who's been in the park for eight hours, didn't shower the night before. I'm not. I'm not about Good that. Good point. Good point. I'm just gonna walk right through that crowd. Fun, fun, fun ride yeah. too. Another, another yeah. great ride. Where else do you get to see Donald Duck's so ass? Attraction. Tim fast passes the, uh, the shows apparently. Yeah. You fast pass uh, Little what's... Mermaid. Anything else you got? Haunted Mansion. Oh. Wait a minute. If you fast pass it, you miss all the fun yeah, little stuff. Recently, most of them haven't been working, so. I just walked right through that shit because it's all about the stretch room. It's true. It's all about the stretch room. It's very hit and miss as to see if things are working in that spot because they don't always they don't work always right. Work. And now they, they, took, they took out the the hearse. The hearse is gone. Yeah, it we'll is. Pass it. I, I mean, if you can oh, bypass yeah. the first third of that queue the, where you're just doing the switchbacks, yeah. it's fine. Because well, but, you're right. The – the interactive part doesn't really lend too much to the the queue, anyways. It's just kind of a time waster. And once while you're you get, if I'm remembering this correctly, once you get to that part of it, the interactive part of it, that's where the queues merge too, anyway, isn't it? Yeah. So, well, no, no, you no. merge. The fast pass merges right after the um, the sea captain's like tomb right. thing. Yeah, right yeah. by the door, you, closer right to the, the door. Yeah, right by the, right by the door. We skip that scream room I mean, every time. We skip it. What? Yeah, we what? go through the screen. Really? Yeah, we do every time. Why? No, my youngest one is not into that at all. Okay. okay. Yeah. I get it. You skip the I stretching room? Well, he's got a young kid. To be not... fair, as a uh, to be fair, as a kid, that shit scared the Well, crap one of those idiots to the point that I that person screamed right. I mean, his ears were right there they, that first time we went on. Just like, you know, that pitch dark where they scream and someone screamed. Yeah. Very. I end. swear to I swear to maybe, God, she's lucky maybe, she had teeth. I went fucking maybe anyways. So we just skip it. Maybe it's just me, but maybe I'm glad I'm raising my son the right way. Tonight and every night for the last like five nights, I have I have had to put Ethan to bed to the Haunted Mansion soundtrack. 
like with Paul Freeze's ghost toast and the screaming and the dead body dropping. You know what, though? Go have somebody scream right in his ear two inches yeah. away and then tell, tell me how he different feels. different when you're in a bunch of... With you're with a bunch of people. There's a total big difference when you're safe in your bed with right. your dad to True. when you're in a room that all the lights go out. There's somebody hanging truly from... Yeah. A, looks like somebody's hanging. And some teenage will... girl decides to fucking freak out and scream like she's dying. I will say, I hate when recite people the scream room recite the, oh, the recite the lines that. while you're on the fucking ride stop it stop shut it shut the fuck let up. let paul freeze do his thing you are not paul freeze mikey since you're complaining about the shows you're up adam it, it, it's tough to to pick from all the different you know fantastic attractions they've got there in the magic kingdom because if ever a park was built for fast passes, it's Magic Kingdom. I mean, you only got like three rides at Hollywood Studios, but Magic Kingdom, <laughs> it's everything. Like Tim, is, it's got shows, you've got rides. So for me, if I'm fast passing and I'm having to plan the perfect trip, I'm wanting everything to center around Uncle Walt. Ooh. All right. I want the some of the classic and quintessential rides. And then I want a, a little bit of a blend with some of this uh, uh, modern type of uh ride so you know i want to go i want to go mad tea party okay i want to ride the teacups because that is absolutely disney classic you can't get any more classic than the teacups am i right <laughs> yeah as a point yeah. it's been there since park opens so. right and those ledges are and let and then look those ledges that are around the teacup or the the brickwork those are perfect little squat spots too it's it's Alice in Wonderland, and that's that's one of one of Walt's you know core films that 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 was near and dear to him. So I'm going I'm going with the teacup. Plus, you might meet the Mad Hatter while you're out there, mm-hmm. and 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 why not? So you you can knock out two with with one stone. You fucking you're not meeting shit at Monsters Inc. I don't care who you are, Tim. So after after that, I'm Jungle Cruise. It's another core attraction. For Walt, it was at Disneyland. Walt put it out. Fucking, he probably designed the hippos himself. <laughs> okay? I- I'm going Jungle Cruise. And as far as fast-passing it, the queue, if, if you're into reading signs, the queue's okay. But while you're waiting in line for fast-pass, the, the real draw to that queue is the audio. When you hear, yeah. you know, the... The, the, the jazz music exactly oh, that exactly. audio is awesome just, and you and you still get that in the fast you get that lane. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. so why wait when you can just go ahead and get on that ride and fuck who knows you may have the rock piloting your boat behind you know schweitzer falls backside of water <clears throat> exactly you were good one until one you said system. something about the rock the fucking national treasure have you seen race to witch mountain the problem I have with the have rock you seen is the baby center? he's related to that other guy who's that wasn't the rock. I know. Oh wait, the other guy. No, the, no, that Manuel, was Vin Diesel. Fanboy Manuel, whatever the fuck his name is. That the was Vin, Vin Diesel Liz was the Manuel babysitter. Miranda. Whatever. Vin Diesel know was it? the babysitter. Know the it? rock get was it right. the game no, plan. Have no desire to. <laughs> desire? So, desire to. I'm drunk. <laughs> I will gladly admit this. My third fast pass. The only way to podcast. <laughs> my my third fast pass. I'm gonna go more modern. 
but with a, a, a Disney classic, the Seven Dwarves Mine Train. You know, it's the first coaster I've got on this trip. It's a short coaster. And really, the queue, it's, it's a lot of pomp and circumstance. You know, you can spin some shit. You can look at some different colored water. That's a light bulb and a drip. Okay, the, the the real draw to this is when is when your coaster is going up the incline and you see the silhouettes of the dwarves on the side as they're hi ho, which we've all said hi that in ho. Vegas. Hi ho, you know, and then and then you're just looking for an ass with goose pimples. Vegas so giving some just, love tonight, just for the ass with and I, my wife's got goose pimples. So just for the goose pimples, I gotta go. Seven Dwarves Mine Train. It meant it meant a lot. Uh, you know the the seven Snow White meant a lot to Walt. Goose asses mean a lot to me. So he and I had. I think if Walt was here today, hanging out in my hot ass garage, looking at you guys, he'd say, "Yes, strippers, hookers, <laughs> ass pimples, dark ass beer. You've got it." Did Ariel really have a cloaca? That's the conversation we're going to have. And then he's going to smoke a, a really nice cigarette that I was say, you got to leave Walt. We're going to do that at my house. So, and uh, for the fourth for the fourth attraction, just to complete this piece de resistance, which is all the French I know with the exception of Palm Frites from last week. <laughs> um, now you know. <laughs> another Palm classic, and, it, and it's a coaster, okay? You know, Tim, Tim had one of the first... Uh, Another great coaster. I had probably one of their best coasters at Magic Kingdom. But for me, a close second is Space Mountain. You know, it goes back to Disneyland, which I think theirs is probably a little better. But I'm going to fast pass Space Mountain because the queue is a whole... It, it's dated. It is. it is as dated as hell. It's like, it, 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 if you wanted to, in, call, instead of calling it a, a queue, call it a, we thought this was hip in the 70s. <sighs> Then it's fine, but aside from that, it's it's so dated. If you if they were to re redesign that queue and make it more uh, fashionable to the youth of today, I think that ride would probably have uh, you know a, a, a forty five to ninety minute you know standby. Non-stop. Well, even even it will have a forty five minute to ninety minute standby, and then you're standing right out in the middle of Tomorrowland mm, in, in yeah. just a, an informal Look. line. It's not even a queue. Mm-hmm. And you're just looking even, at people getting hand jobs on the people mover. <laughs> even even if, like, okay, so Space Mountain included the interactive games that, oh, that you can play as you go along. Worst, I have never, I, I, I will say this, I have never standby queued Space Mountain unless it was like a no minute wait and you walk we off. Did. You see, yeah, the, like, and, and in that's the still out of standby. You're just walking past everything. Yeah. yeah. You know? the, but the only problem is, is now with the um, the fast pass queue, you only get to go on that one side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't get the other track anymore. They have really. Yeah. yeah they split it so fast that pass is only the one if you side. fast pass it, it, you only get to go on that one track. You don't get the other side. Is it different on the other side? Is oh, the other side any, any I, different? I can't. Can. One is really extremely do fast. Do one right after the other. So, so which one, Jason? Which one are you, Alpha or Omega? You know, I, you know, I'm gonna be honest with you. It all depends on what kind of uh, what one of them is more of a slower, um, mm-hmm. uh, like a slower, longer. Like it, it, 
see, and I can't remember which one. I believe if you turn to the uh, left, I think that one was faster, Omega. wasn't it? I want to say the left one is faster fast. because yeah. the um, the fast pass one seems to have less trains. Yep. So the oil doesn't get yeah as lubricant. It doesn't get as heated, so it doesn't get into the metal. You don't go as fast. Adam dropping the fucking engineering physics bomb on me. Shit, Son man. Son of a Sorry, bitch. I'm a fucking nerd. I've done, I've done. I rode I've both done. of them and couldn't tell the difference. All I knew is my wife wouldn't put her hands up because she's afraid she's going to fucking lose her amount of shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've done both, and I just know that's not as good as Disneyland. Disney, that yeah, that's a whole other show because Disneyland is, theirs is better. <laughs> Hyperspace Mountain, isn't it? Hyperspace Mountain? It's a different attraction. It is. Totally totally, different attraction. Totally different. You cannot compare the two. They are totally different. The ride vehicles are different. The track is different. It's totally different. I don't know. I I mean, I like Space Mountain. It's just not something that... If I miss it, and I've missed it the last couple because I, you know, we have a a three-year-old. It's not something Andrea rides. I ride it by myself, and I'm just, like, at this point in my life, I'm like... I got other shit to do. I don't want to ride a ride Space Mountain by myself. I'll ride it every time I go. So, yeah, we ride it almost every time. I, I I could I could give or take Space Mountain in Disney World. Disneyland, I won't skip it. No, absolutely not. That's not to be missed at Disneyland. All right, Adam. So we are, are you hit my, my fast passes? How'd that work? I mean, I I tried I'm not to sell them say to you. How anything did I do? until the end, dude. Mikey, there's still oh. two people left to go. Just I know, but, but when you know you're winning, I, I mean, just fucking. I'm go the ahead greatest. And tell me. I'm the go greatest. I'm the hugest. I'm the best fast pass ever. All right, we're gonna go with Jason. What you got for me? Okay, uh, growing up, growing up, you know, it was always I was a very like I wanted to leave the nest early a lot. Um, so I was I was always into the adventures, uh, always out on our own. I mean, it was back in a time where your mom's kicked you outside and said, "Don't come home until dinner time." You know what I mean? We're always out on adventures. So uh, I'm I'm more of a helicopter dad with my kids. So that I give them adventures, but we got a huge fenced-in backyard, and we live in the woods, and you just maintain that proximity. My point is, is the whole concept of Winnie the Pooh is something that I always could relate to. And it's something that like my 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 boys seem to always relate to because there's a there's always the adventures on the property, but yet it's uh, this vast property. I mean, when you're a little kid, that's that's it seems like it's miles. So we always fast past the many adventures of Winnie the Pooh, and it's always nice to just go on a, a one single adventure where you could go with the family, you could start the adventure, you could have the drama, you can have the troubles, and we can complete the adventure. And uh, it's just something that that always hits me um, uh, in the feels when I'm with the boys because it's something that uh, that I can relate to when I was their age. Um, from there, that's such a great cue, though. God, it's the cue is. It, no, it, let me tell you it what is, the but cue it's is. so germy. Well, no, wait, hold, that's hold on. Exactly, it's, it. it's, it's fucking, fucking germy as hell. Yep, it's germy as yep. hell. That screen where you like wipe the honey off, yeah. all I think, all I see is kid how boogers. many snotty kid fucking boogers. kids have touched that it's screen. Gross. And it sure, and and gross. if and if you want your kid to be susceptible to that, then you hold them away from it. Or if you want your kid to develop an immunity 
to something that, you know, would keep him out of school for a day. But instead, you're like, no, motherfucker, you're going to school tomorrow because we went into food back last year. You say, you know what? No. Wipe that down. Lick your hands when you're finished. Play with all the fucking carrots. And you know what? Smack rabbit on yeah, the that ass. Cue is, that cue is oh. fun if you're like two years old. That, that, that ride is fun to be two years old. <laughs> so, any, any. No, 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 no. no. Anyways, hold on. Hold since, on, Tim. Uh, yeah, since yeah, I'm back in the. Listen. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. No, no, no. The, the editor you seats. You guys talk all the smack you want. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? Winnie the, Winnie the Pooh is everything Figment wishes it could be. That's Ooh. right. No. Fuck He's you. He's got a point. He's got a point. <laughs> Winnie the Pooh is an awesome no, ride. When you when you're bouncing with Tigger, does that not get your jollies no. off? Is that not like a Disney like classic? How about, how about you want to talk about a ride that tells a story? It's got fucking storybook pages. How about, well, I know. Adam, Adam and I have had this conversation for years. For years, I hated this ride because it always reminded me of a. It's cheap an awesome ride. Carnival ride. No, all it is, is is plywood that's painted. But then I realized yeah, it's but, part but, of the, the theme. It's supposed to be a dream. It's supposed to be flat. It's, it's supposed to be two-dimensional, not three-dimensional. But it's got so many but illusions. Like, when Pooh, like, drifts off into his dream and you see him, like, float up, that's um, that's awesome, like, Pepper's Ghost effect. I know it's Pepper's Ghost and then it's, like, 1965, but still, it's awesome okay. effect. So that part of that ride is If you take that ride out, then then you have to remove, uh, like, 10% of um, Hallowishes. Because there's no heffalumps and woozles. Heffalumps and woozles? They're very confusing. Well, you know what? That whole scene was about <laughs> Pooh getting high. Nice. Hell yeah, fine. baby. Pooh was high. I'm okay <laughs> with was that. Up when he had that dream. You, you, you know what else is found in the, in, in the, in the 100 acre woods, 1,000 acre woods, however many Marijuana? fucking acres are in those woods? A bunch of fucking mushrooms. <laughs> a bunch of mushrooms in them woods. <laughs> Puff the magic dragon. Yeah. I mean, it, that, that is an awesome ride. <laughs> and and look, I don't mind fast passing that because one, if you're on the if you're there on a normal day, for some reason because Pooh is you know this generation's Tweety Bird, mm. like nine people will get that. Nine people that went to Six Flags growing up in the in the nineties will get that. It's. Always long, and I don't mind fast passing poo because one, Tim's right. That queue is a germ, of, germ nightmare. Uh, it's like going to Chuck E. Cheese, man. <laughs> <laughs> and that's I the one time either. I let my kids drink anymore. vodka is when we go to Chuck E. Cheese, and I put it in a spray form. I want form let my kids <laughs> and they can wash their hands in vodka, like, and glass. I will lick them clean. I don't know. Okay. All right, so I'm my I'm next sorry. fast pass. Are we off. guys? Are we done? Picking yeah. on poo. Yep. I mean, okay. yeah, we're picking on poo. Stop <laughs> picking the poo. All right, so we're gonna go ahead and after that, I, I, I do want to take them to get them a little bit of adrenaline rush, but I want to be nice about it, and we're gonna ride the Barnstormer because it's the perfect, it's the perfect all-around roller coaster for all oh. age groups. So, you know, and look, my, my, my younger when they were younger, they did not like the fast-moving rides, but this is something that I could talk them into. Okay. We'll get on the Barnstormer. We'll knock the Barnstormer out. It's a great roller coaster for um, a full family of fun. I mean, it's uh, everything is just family orientated here. It's it's not. I'm going to to, to ride um, your your Space Mountain by myself. You know, I don't I don't go to Disneyland to to go ride ship by myself. 
<laughs> Barnstormer, and there's not really much of a no. cue for that, if I recall. I've never, no, never read it. No, that's I, not true. I, the last time we went, that there was a freaking long yeah. ass cue for that. It's a long cue, and it's a shitty cue too. And there's nothing to do. No. Yeah, when no. I say not much, what I mean is there's no reason to no. stand by that because there's nothing. It's basically like waiting to get on a ride at the fair. You're going to give them yep. your four tickets or they're going to yep. look at your armband. Mm -hmm. and, and realistically, that's the same kind of ride that is. I don't know if, if the fairs up, up north have the same rides as what they have down here. but No, pretty there much. There's always this one pretty small much. roller coaster that was shaped like a dragon that just did a couple circuits. And it was yep. just, just wild enough to make like a six-year-old go... Kind of like the se yeah, kind of like the seven and, hour mine train. Fair, that you know you're not gonna die. In Disney World. <laughs> that, that, that is true. <laughs> no, sir. This I is don't true. Know that. That's a, I, I can you don't have you to worry end. about some Final Destination shit happening in Disney World. <laughs> Jason, remind now, me in September. I will tell you about the time I almost died at Six Flags. I um, I will say over, I over have drinks. a I have a soft spot for. Goofy's Barnstormer. That was Ethan's first roller coaster this See? last trip. He loves that ride. Well, he still I, I talks it. about it today. Again, my uh, Jason, fast pass the shit out of that because yes. the queue is shitty. There's nothing good about it. Fast pass it. Get on it. Get off it. It's an awesome ride for for your three year old, four year old, five year old that can't go on any of the other big Thunder Mountain or or any of those other rides that are thrill seekers for you know kids. He loved that ride. And when I was sitting beside him, um, holding on to him, and he's going over the hills and going to the bumps going, woo, woo, loved it, loved and it. See, and I like that ride because you get to experience the joy of all these other kids that are around you. Yeah. And then you're going through those cutouts of Goofy in his airplane and, and mm -hmm. you know, stuff like that. And it's, it's really funny. I Jason – Thumbs up, man. Fast pass the shit out of yeah, it. And if fast stand pass by only one. 10 minutes, get the fuck back in line and ride it twice. Absolutely fast pass that one. My next one is I'm going to slow it down a little bit. And we're going to go ahead and fast pass Enchanted Tales with Belle. Now, here's why. That's one of the few places where you can meet characters, interact, have a story, and actually be part of something. There's nothing on property that's any better than that. When it comes to yeah. a character. So we are going to fast pass that. Not so much that the queue is bad. Because we don't feel like waiting in line in the queue. It's I'm a long queue. Right it's now. a long line. I'm stop right because that queue is amazing. Hey, dude, this is my story and I'm sticking to it. Can you, can you, can you <laughs> explain to me how they do the fucking mirror that turns into a door? No. But no, no that's, still the pre -show. The that's the pre-show. That's the pre-show. You still get that. That's, that's part of the actual though. attraction. That's pre-show. You still get. You're talking about walking through Maurice's house. Yeah, I, I love. I love that part too. I do too, but it's but like yeah. there are times when that gets to be like no, ninety minutes. Right. Well, here's the thing: when we saw it, it was during previews. Okay. Yeah. So we made. We might have waited fifteen minutes for I, it. I will admit, oh, no. that was See, the I, only time I've, we ever. Saw I've waited life. like. I've waited like forty-five minutes for that attraction, oh, and no. while not, while good, the attraction is good. It's not worth a no, forty-five minute wait. Here's the thing: oh, no. the queue Absolutely is cool not. for if, like, for you and I who can appreciate the the, gidget, the gadgets and the gadgets and everything show, else. But when you yeah. get a four-year-old and a five-year-old, they're not going to understand what this all this shit is. No, you know, I mean, no. it's just it's going to be redundant and old for them. 
So after that, we're going to go ahead. Did you just say Gidget? Huh? Did you just say just Gidget? Gidgets and Gadgets. Gidgets and Gadgets. Did you gadgets. invoke? Because he has Gidgets and Gadgets aplenty. Why not? He has Gidgets and Gadgets aplenty. He invoked the Sally Field. Yep. Uh, you know Which what? is fine. She's hot. I, I, I'd bang I it. I actually, one arm. Quite a, I actually was quite a fan of her growing up. I am too. Fucking Smokey and the Bandit. I think we talked right. about that. No, I was thinking more of like, uh, wasn't she the Steel Flying Magnolias. Nun? Steel Magnolias. Wasn't she the Flying Nun? Flying Nun, yes. She was Fucking Forrest movie. Gump's mom and, uh, yep. and yep. awkwardly um, Tom Cruise's love interest in Punchline. So, robot, 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 robot. Going, I can't fix it, man. Hey, you're fine, Mikey. Don't worry about it. Um, oh, and yeah. the last thing I, yeah, I'm going to book guys. is I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to do the um, the world-famous Wizenhunt Splash Mountain. Great And ride. I'm going to skip Shitty that queue. We're going to fast past that. We're going to get right on that Your bad boy. We're going to get ever. wet and we're going to move on. Just enough to make my little yeah. kids just, just scream a little bit, get wet, cool off, and we're done. And those are my four fast passes. That's probably the worst queue on property so, is Slush Mountain's queue. Yeah, awful queue. Awful queue. Without a doubt. If but that, it, as, as bad as the queue was, the announcement videos that Disney put out leading up to the opening of Splash Mountain in the 80s were fucking phenomenal. If you haven't seen them, you're missing the fuck out. Because one of them included Ernest P. Worrell. Yes, it, you can you can see them on YouTube. It's like uh, the opening to Splash Mountain, uh, 1990. Is it was it ninety? I yeah. think it was ninety. As yeah. we all know, eighty nine or ninety. Mikey loves Ernest. Yes. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! May he rest in Absolutely. peace, because that guy. Absolutely. When you want to talk about a, an American treasure, Ernest P. Worrell. Was, was was nobody until he started. Obviously, no one's anybody to make movies, but he was just doing commercials. Yeah. And he turned a character he did in like fucking public access commercials Carrier into an air conditioners. actual uh, uh, and, and, and a fictional character um, with Vern. Vern. No one ever fucking saw no. Vern. Vern. Vern was the guy exist. holding the camera. <laughs> He's and like... and he, he turned that into a, into a damn career. And then he was Jed Clampett. And to bring it back to Disney, he was fucking uh, Slinky the, the, Dog. Slinky, Slinky dog. dog. So we yeah, were, you know we what? were actually, we were actually the hell just with watching. All you guys, we were actually just watching Toy Story one and two tonight, and it saddened me to see the transition from, uh, from, from uh, Ernest. 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 It, it was. It was really sad because, like. In Toy Story One, Slinky Dog is very it, it it sounds like Ernest, and you get that Jim Varney, and then you get to um, uh, you guys are gonna hate me for this, but Sean Sean's dad from Boy Meets World, Chet, what's his name? Yeah, that guy. Go ahead, yeah. keep talking. I know. I don't know his name Would have been better if they had got the guy from all the Madam Sandler movies, who played the Cajun dude. That guy would have done a better Jim Varney. Uh, that's the same guy. Yeah. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. No. No. 
Don't do this to me. Are you shitting me? No. Yes, it this, is. This uh, is the same way I felt when I realized Will Wheaton was the guy who fucking leaned stand by me. When I found that out, my fucking brain was blown. No, it's not the same guy. I mean, it validates what I just said. No. It can't be. It can't be. I don't even want to look it up because, because I believe I'm right. I don't want to look it up, man. Fuck all you guys. <laughs> Son of a bitch! Fucking right. Hollywood! I'm done with you. Yeah, his name is his name is Blake Clark. Same guy. Same guy. <laughs> oh my god! I loved every one of his movies, every single right? one of them. We can go off on a whole tangent. I mean, for I me, Ernest have. goes to camp. You heard me say <laughs> Ernest goes to camp is fucking Avatar. Okay. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, wait. I'm on IMDb right now. So do Blake Clark, me, Blake man. Clark. His credits are Boy Meets World. That's Sean's dad. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> we with Mikey's childhood right now. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on. Leatherheads, Joe Dirt, Eight Crazy Nights, The Mask. Oh God. <laughs> You're killing him. <laughs> Mr. Deeds, The Grown Ups, That's My Boy, Fifty First Dates, and The Water Boy. <laughs> All of the Adam Sandler movies. Yep. And Toy Story <laughs> Oh too. my! Well, you know what, though? I will say this. At least I had, I had the same idea for who we could get to replace Jim Varney. It would be, it would be really Disney good did. if they got that guy that does all the Adam Sandler movies that actually played <laughs> the guy. <laughs> played Slinky Dog oh, in Toy Story God. 3. <laughs> oh, shit. Jason, you're... This, the, sh- the show isn't going to get any better than the last five minutes. We, we have you can't plan peak. this shit. Can't. Fucking wrap it up. Scott, sign us off. Uh, no, no, well, Scott, Scott still has the turn his. yet. I'm done, though. I'm done. I mean, no, I'm done. I got I nothing now. I don't know if I can top Mikey telling Disney to cast Blake Clark as Slinky Dog. After they and, already and, did. And Bob Iger, Bob Iger sitting there saying, um, you know, because he listens. Because, well, well, because, because Bob, Bob listens to the show. He's like, mm, Mikey, you do know we cast him in Toy Story 3. Iger's sending me a text that? as we speak right now. He's like, that dumb motherfucker don't know. I'm like, I know Bob. Hey, well, because know, he, has hey. a, well, but, he but does have a direct access listen, into our Skype. They're shutting down Figment, though, so they listen to me. So. That's true. He does. Shut it down. Yeah, I'm make so it pissed off about that. Well, yeah, by removing Figment. Mm. That pisses me off in the me worst. Too. By putting in a little bit more Jake and the Neverland Pirates. You know what's so, going to happen? Fuck you and your Jake Neverland if Pirates. If Jake and the Neverland Pirates, Pirates comes to Figment, you. I am coming to Arkansas and I'm beating the shit out of you, Mike. <laughs> Dude, if Jake and the Neverland Pirates comes to Figment, that's going to be my best-selling shirt ever. <laughs> it's in the gift shop. No. Jake's it's in just, the gift shop. And, no. I, and it's um, just going to be Jake and Epcot Ball and not. called it. But uh, speaking of um, speaking of gift shops, I only have two that went through gift shops. Um, so in my Fast Pass, uh, I'm, I'm staying in the Magic Kingdom because I think for the, for the most part, you got to Fast Pass Magic Kingdom to yeah. make the best use of your time. Honestly, if you want if you want to get through enough attractions during your during your stay, the most important thing you need to do is plan out your time in Magic Kingdom. And the first one I'm doing 
and you know we're going to go in a little bit of order here is small world small world is a classic disney attraction it is walt's original it is a sherman brothers song you've got to do it if you I, I honestly feel like if you don't do Small World, you miss out on a little bit of that Disney feel that uh, the world is not really around you. This is uh, this is kind of a hideaway of your of your real world, and you you get that you know that that loving feeling <laughs> with with Small World. So. I, I, I think should, should I, we yeah. start singing, Scott? Should we sing it? Should we sing it? I'll be your maverick. Oh, you fucking piece of shit with your aviators. <laughs> There's aviator Ray-Bans on right now. You you look uh, you look like now Val Kilmer gone, if he didn't have pecs. He looks like the guy that sits on my corner with a cup. Whoa, whoa, asking for quarters. You've got to get that Disney loving feeling. And I think Small World is a must do. You've got to get through it. There are some days where it's it's 35, 45, 60 minutes long, and it's not I've worth it. It's not worth a standby in that line. Wait, I have never, never seen, seen Small World movie. like that. Not the when last we few When years. we went in April, there was a 60-minute wait for it. Well, that was because was, of it. That was because it was a crazy day in Magic Kingdom. For it it was. Reason. It was. And if but but if you're there, if you're there for Magic Kingdom and it's a 60 minute wait, it's a fast pass must because there's nothing good about the, the about the queue. It's just wind backs through the the faux clock that's not nearly as good as Disneyland's exterior, right? It's similar, sort of, kind of, uh, not yeah. really. Like scaled back at like if one eighth scale. They fucked that up so. I know. Bad. They did. They could have. They could have done the exact same exterior, the exact same queue as Disneyland, and they didn't. And you know, whatever. But fast past that because you don't need to wait in line. Um, the next one is right across the street. We're going to Pirates or uh, going to Peter Pan because Peter Pan. I'm not waiting 90 minutes for the, Peter Pan. It's a 90 second that attraction. That queue is so good. That. The, I they, know. They, I'm with, sure with it the is. We're re- working on that queue, though. You got Tinkerbell all flying around. Who does not have a cloaca? <laughs> the fairies don't have cloacas. <laughs> no, they do, but, no. They they they've got wings and little bitty uh, fairy Mikey, fiddlings. Mikey, little, picture little this. Little bitty meat curtains. It's it's, it's right. It's September. You can it's fit her 90... in your pocket, Scott. You can fit her in your pocket. <laughs> I I don't She's care about putting put in my pocket. I don't put a. I don't. I don't need to put it's women in my pocket. Not that kind of show. <laughs> yeah, not that kind of show. Oh, my goodness, <laughs> <laughs> that's the other way it's around, Tim. <laughs> Mike, but, but they can 95... play around your toes. It's ninety-five degrees. Are you waiting in that line for ninety well, minutes? Air-conditioned queue. Once you get past that point, it, yeah, it's only indoors, once though. you get into that that area, and that's only that's only the last thirty minutes of it. For for another hour, you're waiting outside in a queue that is really uncovered, and you're in humidity in Florida. True. It's it's worthless. Fast sure, but that. but you're getting the most amazing part of Enchanted Tales with bells for the entirety of your queue. Enchanted Tales with bells, that whole mirror thing lasts maybe twenty five seconds, That's but true. for forty minutes you get to watch Tinkerbell fly around and knock shit over. But let me and- give you, let me give you a little tip here. Go at the end of the night, at like midnight during extra magic hours, 
when the queue has died down and it's like 25 minutes. But then that's why fine. fast pace? So is, is that when you're going? Because you're fast passing that, Scott. That well, was no. the whole thing here. Well, I'm you're, saying you're, if you have kids, well, if you have kids, you're not going to midnight. If it's if it's me and my wife, I'm I'm doing I'll do the queue at midnight. You're gonna go by yourself. We both know it. Hmm. You're gonna sit in the back of the boat where no one else can see you. Peter Peter Pan Peter Pan is an excellent fast pass because the queue is not. I I, I get it. The new queue is very good, but it's not nearly enough to wait right. ninety you minutes. You have to for. see you have to see the new queue at least once. But once you see it once, mm-hmm. right, you fast pass that shit. That's not true. We and, we waited on that queue twice. Well, it wasn't that long though. No. And where else are you gonna get fairy dusted? Yeah. Is that <laughs> Go besides, for it. Besides I love the Maybe Festival's the Blind King. Is that a is that a Brain gay joke? joke? <laughs> I'm not touching that one. <laughs> I'll touch it. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, 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 Mikey, Mikey. Hashtag sounds like a good place for a hand job. <laughs> but as we go around Magic Kingdom, another one that I that I think is a good fast pass is Buzz Lightyear. I've seen that anywhere from thirty minutes to 65, 75 minutes, where you're waiting in nothing but paintings, wallpaper, crap. And it's Andy's be- bedroom. It's a not when you're watching Bud's Lightyear, though. Yeah, that 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 that, that facial projector. But you can on you can Lightyear. get to that you can get to that through the fast pass queue anyways. You go right by yeah. that anyways. Exactly, there. you go right by it. You don't. But no, no, appreciate. you still wait. You still wait a little bit. You get to see Buzz Lightyear. You get to see his facial expressions. You get to see him telling you all about his mission, which is not Tim Taylor. It's not Tim Allen. It is actually Corey Burton. Who the fuck's that? Corey Burton. Don't do it. Everybody. Clark. Don't do it. <laughs> was, he, was, was he also in fucking Waterboy? Corey, Corey Burton does all the Disney voices that Disney voices don't do. So when they need to record a Paul Freeze voice, Corey Burton comes in. Captain Hook, Corey Burton. Tim Allen, Corey Burton. Oh, okay, I get That's that. what well, he does. With, with the exception of Woody, because then Tom Hanks' brother does it. Yeah. Yes, Tom Hanks' brother does it. My, Mikey's like and Ursula done, because she still Disney does. <clears throat> we just yeah. ruined. Mikey's frozen. Mikey's frozen. Mikey, we broke Un- Mikey. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, fourth. You know, I hate to break fourth wall. That is not actually Tim Allen's voice as Buzz Lightyear. It's Corey Burton. Um, my last fast pass because I've gotten through my three. I'm gonna go to Adventureland. And I'm doing Pirates of the Caribbean because that is a must-do. I said it last week. This is my must-do attraction for every single Disney trip. And I don't care if I go through the regular queue or the Fast Pass queue. You got to get on this ride. You got to do it because Pirates of the Caribbean is the best ride in Disney. But you're gonna you're gonna waste a Fast Pass for a ten minute line. But it's sometimes it's not ten minutes. We've seen it. We've, we've seen, seen it, it up to forty-five. Yeah, we've seen it to 45, 60 minutes, ninety minutes. You go in there in the summertime. It's yeah, a ninety-minute queue. I I wouldn't either. But you've seen it. Do you not DM? Do you not go on your Disney my, uh, Disney My Experience app in like June and just check nah. out the fast pass times? Nah. It's kind of fun too. Pirates Pirates is a must do attraction it is 
right up there with Haunted Mansion as if you don't do it on your Disney trip, you've missed out. Just for out. the pirate cock alone. Just for blame Alice Davis. Well, there's no pirate cock left, Tim. No. Imagination <laughs> means right, everything, Because that was awkward. So, you know what? That's I'm not cheeking. <laughs> I've been keeping score on my own little point system, and we actually have a tie right now. And, um, I know points? I'm not that tie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we have Mikey and you Jason. You fast past Magic? Are you? No, I can't go against Jason. This is not going to end well. <laughs> <laughs> so I did do For some Jason. other research on Fast Pass. So I'm going to ask a few lightning round questions. Okay. Can you tell me the year that Fast Pass started? Is this like anybody grabs nope. it? Yeah, whoever grabs Are it we first. Talking, uh, Fast Pass Plus with the legacy. The, the the first time Fast Pass was ever announced. 1986. 1999. Thank you, Scott, but you're not playing this game. 1999. <laughs> that, wait, 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 really? With the magic, with the really? magic of editing, you did I got not. That. You were not involved. It was 1999. Is it, is it seriously 1999? It is 1999. I totally just guessed that. Yeah, there's no clue. No. We're going to party like it's 1999. <laughs> okay. That's what it sounds like when doves cry. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Mike, Adam's a prince and, okay. Andrew's going to love that little comment right there. It's going to get cut. Can you tell me the first park that Legacy Fastpass was taken out of? Take Disneyland. No, Disneyland's um, taken out of. I'm going to say MGM. Nope, it was Animal Kingdom. I've got are you shitting me? <laughs> nope. Animal Kingdom was actually on December 18th. Um, tell me the next park. Hollywood Studios. Epcot. Epcot. Magic Kingdom was next. Believe God it or not. bless it. Jason, have we ever been to Disney World? <laughs> 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 All right. If you are not staying at a Walt Disney, this is an easy one, so you're going to have to jump on this. If you are not staying at a Walt Disney World Resort. Kevin Kessler. <laughs> Who invited the ginger? 30 days. Or four, yeah, four. yeah, Jason got it. If you are staying uh, outside the bubble, how many days can you make your first Fast Pass reservation? It's 30 days Outside out. the dome. So Jason's going to actually take this for the win. Now we can. Jason, way to go. Now we can tell everybody what the game was. <laughs> I gave it to you. Uh, basically, I kind of put all the attractions through a randomizer. And I got shit. And ones. they were. <laughs> yeah, you did. To be fair. No, I didn't get to go first. Did you hear the ones that Jason threw out there? There was no way I thought he was going to come close. And he gave compelling enough reasons to fucking keep That's it up there. Jason so. can sell ice to a fucking Eskimo. Here, here's, this is you know, guys, I, I never even rode Splash Mountain yet. It makes all our listeners cry had, every I fucking had, week. I mean, come on. And we did. I, I know. I don't. I, I, I just. I. That's my own therapy to myself. I, I cry when we're done, and then I'm done. <laughs> I, I, I really have no desire to ride the teacups. Is this before you masturbate? And I've or never after? rode the teacups. No, I don't. Fuck the teacups. During. 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 It's really embarrassing. During. <laughs> it's like it's like the crying game. I feel dirty after we do an episode. I have to take a shower with my clothes on. Isn't that like Ace Ventura? But basically, yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, listen. 
all you guys need to shut the fuck up because I'm trying to get a trophy here. But Jason is the winner of the Fast Pass challenge because basically I kind of put all the Fast Pass attractions in a randomizer and just went across and they were actually assigned this. Dude, those, those, so, were, tough. those were tough ones. They were. It was fun. It was a good yeah. time. It was a good time. I liked it. It was a fun game. It was actually pretty awesome. I have your, I good have job, Adam, putting together. What is that? So, that like, like, that was like Mouse. Creepy Mickey. What, it's a really when, old when Mickey Disney Mouse. When Disney World first opened, you could make these in the park. Really? Mm-hmm. Is it wax or plastic? Yeah, or what it's, is it? It's, well, it is kind of a wax. We've got a few of them that were given to us by a friend. And they're from like like 70s Disney? Yeah. Yeah. 60s. They had That's a machine awesome, that you would you pick. I, we've got a couple of Mickey's. We've got Donald. Nice. Adam's going. Adam's going with the BB08 parrot. Always. BB08 in the house. <laughs> Scott, is there any place at the Nomad Lounge to get a glow club? Because nope, nope. that was not mentioned in one no. of those nope. breaks. <clears throat> there you are no what? glow clubs. Screw that place. Nope. I officially yeah, three yeah, sheets no. boycott the Nomad Lab. The funny part is we would just we had lunch with some uh, friends this, this afternoon that are Disney fans, and we were talking about Nomad Lounge. And we're, they have never been, so we're trying to describe what Nomad Lounge and Tiffins is, is like. And okay. It's like it's a uh, a baby's signature. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's, it's a signature, um, but it's a baby signature. No, it, I'm sure. The prices are going to go in line once it gets popular. Just give it time. And but you know well, when this show drops, it, like, I I would call it. Um, I would I would equate it on terms with um, territory lounge, like a resort uh, lounge, lounge, price wise. Well, no, but price wise. But but at the end of the day, that's it's a signature sure. lounge. You're looking it at is. territory it, lounge yeah. and all that. Those are all signature lounges. If you're listening. Tiffins and Nomad suck. Don't go there. Don't don't ever go there. I want to I want to yeah, make it awful. easy for myself to get a reservation. Terrible. Don't ever make a Terrible. reservation Especially there. In September and October. Um, horrible. Yeah. Horrible. horrible. Yeah. Don't it's, go. It's, it's the worst time to go. Awful, awful, awful food. The the food is terrible. The drinks are awful. Don't just, just you know what? Joe go over sucks. to. Uh, yeah, go to go, Tony's Town Square. Yeah. Go to Tony's Town Square. Don't don't eat. Don't um, get the Wagyu. It tastes like meatloaf. Fucking horrible. With vein, it's, it's like veiny meatloaf, just... man. Yeah, you, you, it's, like, called, it's like it's like meatloaf marbling. with cock. Might as well go to fifties prime <laughs> time and get the meatloaf. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa! No, it's, whoa. it's terrible. Right don't, away, don't we go. go to I like you like that. <laughs> words. Boom. Wait, no, 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 no. I didn't care for mine. You liked your meal. See, I had, I had, I've only had the fried chicken. At, at the 50s? Oh my god, so good. I, I had, I had green beans Davis. with ketchup and ice cream. <laughs> what the fuck is that called? <laughs> he did. They actually brought it to him. It's I, fucking I didn't awesome. eat my vegetables at dinner, so they brought it back to me as dessert with ice cream and ketchup. That's awesome. That is awesome. It was a lot of and fun. That, and, and that is why I love the 50s prime time. It was a lot of fun. It is. But it's a I, fun mean, I had pot roast and it was. Uh, uh, I had so I had their and golden fried chicken Auntie, Auntie I want to say it's like Auntie Anne's golden fried chicken. It's awesome. That's the fried a pretzel company. Really yeah, damn right she makes pretzel. <laughs> pretty good pretzel at that. But she's I'm not a sure wetzel, it's Auntie but Anne's. no. I mean, I'm I'm definitely I'm definitely 
I think it's Auntie Churches. Popeyes. I think it's Auntie. You have a nice buzz going. No, not Auntie M's. Auntie M's. This isn't the Wizard of Oz. M's. Colonel Angus. That's what I thought they were saying. Colonel Angus. Colonel Angus. Colonel Angus here. Colonel Angus chicken. Colonel Angus taught me so much. Taught me how to love a woman and scold a child. And you know what? Poor James Goodman for not having a good cork soaker at home. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know how we... <clears throat> How'd that, ha- how'd that happen? It's, it's you Auntie get a little Liz's. overexcited and, and you break the top Aunt of your Liz's. cork yeah, off in the Auntie, bottle. Aunt Liz's golden... Aunt, Aunt Liz. Auntie. If you're from auntie. where I'm from, it's Auntie. If you're from where I'm from, it's Auntie. Yeah. Auntie. auntie. I call him Auntie. Hey, Auntie Liz's golden hey, fried so, chicken. Uh, Matt Holmes has been pounding the pictures at us. Huh? He's having a good time. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about He's the magicalmeltdown.com because Matt Holmes <laughs> is fucking awesome. One of these days, I'm going to update that site. I feel bad for all these people that go to it and I haven't updated my fucking blog in a month. <laughs> but they get there, they get there, and they get to the T Public site, and they get some awesome stuff. Daniel Patrick Owens, who um, who won our March Madness, uh, March Magic uh, Facebook thing. Keep going, Scott. Uh, Let's see how this goes. I had I had some trouble getting getting our um, getting our prize out to him because of our Fort Lee, New Jersey uh, post office. So it, it came back to me. And I was like. I, I I ordered some stickers from Magic Meltdown, and you eventually did. I was like, Daniel, look, I'm sorry, but just if you wait like one week, I'll get you a little bit bonus. <laughs> he got some stickers from the Magic Meltdown, the uh, three sheets to the mouse stickers. He's got some of the the actual stickers. He They're really good. It. They're high quality. He did. He posted it, and I I I I have a couple myself. So. I the first person listening to this show, the first person to tag me on Facebook and ask for one of those stickers, I'll send you a sticker. And you're not and so, you're not gonna go to that place where you come in, Mel, Mel Lada, and get massage. <laughs> no. And it might take no. about three months for it to get to you, but you'll get it. <laughs> I'll mail it from my house in New Jersey. You'll get you'll get your sticker. The first person to tag me on your Facebook saying, I want a magical meltdown sticker and then go and buy some and your go and buy some magical meltdown and show me your picture. You'll get your sticker. You I show can't me verify someone bought uh, a shirt. Yeah, no, no, no. They can screenshot their order, screenshot your order, tag me in it, tag me in your magical meltdown order. And I'll send you a, I'll send you a free sticker. Okay. Because Mikey, your, your new design, your, Hey, Hey, your pirate cock. Which which is inspired by um, Jason Odegrad. What the fuck, Wizenhunt? Odegaard. <laughs> you know hey. when you said Wizenhunt on last week's podcast, Stephanie about lost her. Isn't shit. that what it is? <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's what it is. But she says he said it I, right. And I These guys didn't know that they thought it was her, Wizenhunt. Also, we were just talking. I about I'm still gonna Wizenhunt. call you Wizenhunt. Well, that's fucking wise ass. I don't know the fucking uh, wise and hunt. I, I made I made a, uh, a a faux pas last week when I thought it would be better on my end as a designer to not let the cat out of the bag, so to speak, on a design, 
And, and so I, as the editor, I cut that out of the episode. So when it came to fruition, people were confused. Um, and I said, hey, here's this design. I, I, I faultily didn't say, here's this design that collectively, you know, Jason helped us uh, put together. Pyrocock shirt came out to, uh, today, actually, on, on Sunday. Um, mm. You know, no thanks to the, the group effort here for this using is, well, Hey Hey. Um, also, I, this is gonna this is gonna release right before Father's Day and the Demi Dad shirt. If you have not gotten a Demi Dad shirt for your father, husband, boyfriend, Son. baby's Son's daddy, baby's daddy, you know that, that that's it. been a pretty hot seller here just in the last couple of weeks because Father's Day is coming up. Um, so yeah, and I'm getting ready to push out the uh, salute the monorail shirts which is Ooh. definitely a a festive uh fourth of july you know patriotic red whites and blues i was i was working on a new one like all fucking weekend with sam eagle and i couldn't get it to look the way i wanted it to and i was kind of pissed off i don't think you can get better than the monorail shirt well, I, I had something pretty cool planned out. i had him all anyway i'm not going to get into the whole well, we'll we'll see what drops, but um, but head it over to www.themagicalmeltdown.com. Check out our shirts. Check out Mikey's designs; they're awesome. We encourage you to get them. And and like I said, the first person to tag me in your Facebook post with your your latest magicalmeltdown.com order, I like. That uh, a lot. I'm gonna s- fucking a lot. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm going to send you a uh I'm going to send you some three sheets of the mouse uh stickers to uh to adorn your uh to adorn your your abode. You guys have any yeti koozies I could probably talk my wife into cutting this out for you and I could send them to oh, you. Dude, that's for rich people, man. Yeah, I can't afford a yeti koozie. Yeah, I ain't fucking with no yeti koozie. Mm, look at this <laughs> motherfucker with it on his phone right there. I, you know what though? After about six or seven beers, when you're drinking them a little slower, and it's summer in the South, Yeti Goosey's pretty much where it's at right now, man. Scott, what is the quality on that phone case? Is it pretty good, man? Are you happy with it? I love it. I have not had any problems with it. I've dropped it a couple of times. Awesome. As long as you've got a Gorilla Glass like screen like screen yep, protector, yep. it's solid. Makes. By the way, if you are gonna get the Uncle Walt iPhone case, which um, I have, and I recommend because it's awesome. It's, uh, it's Walt Disney on my phone and it's a, it's a dream come true. Make sure you option for the protective case. There's, there are two options. One is a slim case. It's just a cover. It really does not protect your phone option for the protective case. There's it comes with a rubber, um, like ring around the, the top of it, which protects your screen. So make sure you option for that one. When you when you go to the to the magicalmeltdown.com. But uh, we want to thank you all for joining this week on Three Sheets of the Mouse. If you enjoy the show, please go over to iTunes, rate our show. But most importantly, share what you're listening to. Share it on Facebook, share it on Twitter, share it on Instagram. We have um, we have some uh, some fellow listeners that have uh, that have that have really reached out to us and shared our post. Um, Lindsay, best day ever at Lindsay best ever in Instagram. She was, uh, she had commented on someone else's post about DVC, our DVC, DVC show that we did. She gave us a great review and she was really, um, I guess influenced on our DVC show and she really liked it. And that helped other people learn more about DVC. So we want to thank Lindsay at, 
at Lindsay best day ever on Instagram and uh, YouTube. She's got a vlog. She's got a Instagram. Go check her out. She, uh, she likes our show. She's a big fan of the show. Um, I also want to give a shout out to Thomas Oden, Thomas Oden, a member of face of our Facebook group got engaged this weekend. Congratulations, Thomas. Had a boy, Tom. Wait up. So, but that a boy. But if you really want to interact with us, head over to our Facebook group over there at facebook.com slash group slash three sheets. There you can become part of the three sheets nation. Share your empire pictures. Share how you keep it Disney at home. Share your drinks with us because I mean, is anyone still sober? No, nope. from- <laughs> not even a little bit. <laughs> I'm I'm two mugs into my eleven and a half percent. Breakfasty type of beer, and according to Adam Austin, my little ghetto air conditioner comes with a glory hole <laughs> from, from our group. And Let me put uh, icy hot in it, maybe. Well, you know what? I was wearing an icy hot patch earlier today, Tim, because my wife will tell you that I'm an old motherfucking grandfather. You know what? <laughs> you know what? We've got we've got the most awesomest Facebook group on all we of do. the Disney sites. We, we have the most active so Disney group, I think. Yes. In my experience. No, okay. We do. We got we got a we got Absolutely. a fun group. We got a so, great group. So and you know what? A, Nobody gets been out of shape because we're all drunk. That's true. <laughs> so we're happy but, drunks and we love each other. So Yay. But come join our Facebook group at, at facebook.com slash group slash three sheets. Um, we'll, we'll welcome you there. We'll have a great time and you'll have a great time and you'll probably get drunk along with us unless you're drinking um, chocolate, caramel, vodka, and cranberry. A Cosmo light. It's just sad. <laughs> yeah, Tim, you know, I'm right there with you, buddy, though, man. It shit sits hard on the stomach. Well, that's because Cosmo. you're drinking swill. It's a Cosmo lime. It's, it's the Bud Light a, Lime of mixed drinks. That's what I had. It's what I had. High class strippers <laughs> would not have that, Jason. <laughs> so, Adam, what do you got tonight? Well, fuck, I already forgot what I was going to say. I really got it. I can't drink in podcast. I'm learning this lesson the hard way. All right. Um, just want to give a shout out to everybody who's joined our Three Streets to the Finish Line group. We're all really a big supportive group. We're all kind of introductory runners, and we're accepting all. We're None of us are doing that nine-minute mile yet, but we're all striving really hard. And I also want to give a shout-out. I want to pass this off to Mikey for a little bit because we haven't had an update about Boston in a while. And I just wanted to see what's going on with that and see how everything's going. So, Mikey, take it away. I thought you were passing passing across to me for three sheets to the finish line. I was going to say, I am not the guy you want talking about running. Yeah, so three sheets to the line. To be fair, we did the fundraiser, no, and we it, earned a lot of money. And I just want to I want to touch base. I don't know. Everybody's interested. Everybody who donated is interested in the cause. And we haven't had an update in a little while, so I just figured we'd bring it up a little bit tonight. Can- cancer is, is a funny um, thing because with – with like a broken bone or you have a ruptured spleen or something like that, you you know what's going on quickly and the, it gets solved quickly and there's not a whole lot of, you know, going on in between. Cancer, unfortunately, has to be treated over an extended period of time. And as a result, 
updates don't come very quickly. Um, because as far as Boston is concerned, outwardly he doesn't look sick, okay? And he doesn't feel sick. And he uh, until he sees other kids that have cancer and they don't have hair and they're wearing the masks and stuff, he doesn't think he has cancer. It's not until he sees the other kids at the children's hospital and he doesn't like being around him because it reminds him that he's sick. So as far as he's concerned, you know, Monday through Friday, he, he doesn't have the cancer because, you know, it, it, Hodgkin's lymphoma doesn't, doesn't wear you down like, you know, leukemia will. But that being said, we've been doing this since 2015. So it, it, he's been being treated almost as long as leukemia patient, and leukemia treatments last, you know, forever. Uh, but as far as for an update for him, Monday, tomorrow, from when we're recording right now, um, he will actually hopefully um, get his final chemo treatment before he has to go and receive his uh, CT scan and PET scan a couple of weeks after that. So we're looking at hopefully his last chemo treatment um, since he had his radiation weeks ago, his final radiation treatment. They're hoping for just two treatments of chemo to completely wipe it off the board. And then we'll find out how well his body reacted to um, the radiation and the extended chemo. Because we don't know. We've been... We're, we're kind of waiting in stasis right now for like going on eight weeks as far as we don't know how he's reacted to it. Uh, his doctor always rubs his neck and says, man, I don't feel it. It's, you know, or, or it's small or it's just scar tissue or this and that. And that's to the doctor. It's tangible. But to me and my wife, we're more concerned with what the doctor can't feel because he had so much cancer around his lungs. He had cancer down into his abdomen, near his kidney. You know, we're worried about all of that because we can feel a lump on a neck, but we can't we can't tell how the the, the cancer is causing his you know um, airway to constrict or causing his lungs to 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 almost collapse because you know the 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 the, the lumps and the nodules are pressing in. We can't feel that, and he can't explain to us that he's short of breath. He just says, "I don't want to go outside," or "I don't want to do this," or "I don't want to do that." You know, he doesn't know that those um that the cancer is affecting him that way so we're kind of hope well we're obviously very not kind of hopeful but we're very hopeful that we have very good results in a couple of weeks when we get scans but uh uh the 12th on monday we will um i will be taking him to uh, little rock for hopefully his last chemo treatment and that's that's where we stand right now as far as uh, how he's doing. He feels fine. He's, he's out. He's riding his bike. He's swimming. You know, he doesn't, like I said, outwardly the kid doesn't look like he's got cancer, but inwardly his last blood, uh, his last um, blood, blood, blood test he had from his home health nurse said his, his immune system is pretty much zilch. You know, his, he's got like nothing for a white blood cell count. So, you know, we, we may actually not get chemo this week if his, uh, if his immune counts are too low, but you know, my fingers are crossed. Too. I'm going to give you guys as parents, the biggest shout out for that, because he might not know how sick he is, but you guys know. And f to let you guys have, be able to provide him that as much of a normal childhood as you can is fucking phenomenal. Because I know parents who would fall apart at that. 
So I give a lot of kudos to you and you guys. There's there's no other words for it. And you just always know that our hearts are behind you and whatever we can do to help you guys out, we're here for you. And with that, I'm going to pass it off to somebody else before I make everybody cry. Mikey. <laughs> Scott. Oh, now do I talk again? <laughs> yeah, you get to talk again. All those times Shit. we cut you out, all those times we silence you and uh, put you in the background and put baby in the corner. Nobody puts baby in the corner unless it's um, <laughs> unless it's live and on television, unless the made-for-TV version of that. And, that and she didn't get her okay. nose fixed yet because if you can get your nose fixed, then you stop getting rolls. Hey, she's, Jennifer Gray, that's yeah. her name, right? Yep. Sure. <laughs> yeah, she she did. She, But hey, you know what? Charlie Sheen was in that movie with her, so and he stayed up like for three days to look like he was strung out. Lumiere no, was... Not that, I'm, I'm thinking Ferris Bueller, because as far <laughs> as I'm concerned, fucking Ferris Bueller is, is my Jennifer Gray movie. Lumiere was in uh, that movie. Ferris Bueller? No, Lumiere was in uh, Dirty Dancing. Which Jer- Lumiere? Jer- Jerry Orbach. The, the original yeah. Lumiere okay. is Jerry Orbach. I don't know anybody's name from the first Beauty and the Beast movie except for fucking Orient Express chick. Lansbury. Salisbury Steak, ladies. Lansbury. <laughs> so can, can, can I close now? Because that's what you I'm excited can, to do. You can close, close, it. close it up, baby. Coffee is for closers. Bring it home. That's right. I, you know... I say you know a whole lot because I hope everybody does know how much we appreciate our listeners and the members of our group and just that they bring new people in and we love seeing new people and posting and interacting. I have no desire to deal with people I see on a regular basis on Facebook because I see them on a regular basis. I have every desire to interact with people I do not know because they're going to bring me new ideas. Like Adam Austin talking about how my little bitty ghetto air conditioner thing has a glory hole built into it. I wouldn't have thought about fucking it, but now I'm looking at it. <laughs> Just make sure you're so, using like regular ice and not dry ice because yeah, that could be yeah, a yeah, really bad burn. Burn. It's, it's, <laughs> and make sure you sand, you sand the burrs off those PVC because that's going to cut. Well, I'm not going to use the PVC. I can't fit in that. I don't have big enough pipe. But, uh, you know, this, this, it's, I got freezer packs, so I'm not worried about the ice. You know, the, the styrofoam comes off in little bitty beads, so th- that's easy to wash out. So, you know, I, I appreciate everybody in our, in our Facebook group and in the Three Sheets to Finish line. Uh, look for us there, too. It's for people who enjoy running, interested in doing Disney uh, run events, and um, have a penchant for getting a little, a little liquored up at the parks. Uh, you're not going to get a fancy welcome there like you do in our... I say fancy. You're not going to get a, a tailored welcome. Shit, you may not get, not get any, any welcome. welcome. But we... Nah. We, but but you, you should feel welcome to post um, your runkeeper runs and, and stuff like that because uh, that helps keep all of us motivated. Now, Mikey, I virtually biked 150 kilometers on the Tour de France on my PlayStation. Does that count? That's no. a whole lot of... That's got to be a bunch of mashing A. <laughs> that's like the old triangle. school Nintendo track and field when you had that mat laid out and, I and will instead say, of running I will say, people figured out they could just run a, rub a sock across the A and B button on that <laughs> mat to run instead so since Andrea broke her foot 
um, we've decided to get a Peloton or whatever bike kind of thing. So she does not injure herself anymore because she's had a broken ankle, a broken foot. I I will not go through this again. She's going to ride bikes, and that's that's her exercise for the rest of the time. So Don't you still need two feet to ride a bike, though? <laughs> it's the same foot every time. I, uh, so, you need to get her some magic legs. I do. <laughs> I do. Some Lieutenant Dan legs. Yep, yep. <laughs> and some, uh, some chick named Connie. There you go. Jason. Uh, closing remarks. Uh, we just had a new d- member request live, David King. And, um, and it was actually, it's perfect for what it is. Uh, you know, every time we get a member that comes on, we just do a quick scan of the Facebook page to make sure one, they're legit. They're not trying to spam us. They're not trying to sell us, um, fake ass fucking Ray-Bans. Those on your face right now. (laughs) But, uh, but what I want to do is say is, you know, I'm going to like, I don't ever approve people. I mean, if I do, it's very rarely and I don't give the witty, um, two hour, paragraphs that you guys like to write for these guys but what I, you get a two-hour podcast to edit but, but, <laughs> but what i will do is um he's a he's a uh, he works for the fire he's a fireman all right and I, I think he's the chief of uh, chesapeake but um and that's just going to go into my shout out for these guys is um when it comes to uh fire department and our law enforcement um in my heart of hearts uh, you guys are the true american heroes and um and so I, instead of writing you up something nicely, I'm just going to say welcome to the group. Uh, you are a uh, hero in my eyes. I appreciate everything you guys do. And when I, when I leave the house at night, I know that our firefighters, our men in red, and uh, our, our boys in blue, our men in blue, are uh, going to be there to take care of what's important to me. So there's my welcome you to the group, and uh, thank you for doing what you're doing because you are a uh, hero in my eyes, sir. It's a pretty special welcome. Tim. I'm not following that shit, so just good night. <laughs> I give up. I give up. You always ask me after Jason, and I just I just give up. I know. I, I, really, I really I would say if we go back and listen to all eighteen previous episodes, it's eighteen plus one because we had one episode broken up into two yeah. parts. So technically this is our twentieth release, but if you go back and listen to the other episodes, I think the majority of Tim's uh, closing remarks are going to be, I'm not following that shit. Oh, you can't. <laughs> I can't follow it. Ask me Probably. first for once, motherfucker. I know. I really, I really had to change that up because <laughs> I, I got to ask Jason. I got to ask Jason last. And he'll still make everybody because cry. Well, the, Jason, I mean, yeah, what? For, all, for, for all what Jason does, your bad whiskey mouth... <laughs> Bad whiskey mouth. What the hey, fuck? Hey, let's is just that? say I'm man enough to fucking him? take the shit on the chin. All right. I'm man enough to stay no, here and go fucking right. bring the shit. Bring it. I want to know what the fuck whiskey mouth means. So Well, he can't drink whiskey. I've heard of whiskey dick. <laughs> Are got- you that bad at giving head? <laughs> I got the whiskey mouth. I don't know what's going on. I'm dribbling down your leg, my tongue's in your asshole. <laughs> I got the whiskey mouth. I was <laughs> counting the potato. Oh, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> There's your sound bite, Jason. You. Oh, the only one not laughing is Jason. <laughs> He's not I'll, I'll um, leave the shit in. I got no problem with that. For, for all the, for <laughs> all the, it. For all the shit Jason takes, he is the 
emotional backbone of our podcast. And he makes us sound sane at the end of the day where he cuts out he does. three hours he worth does. of our gibberish. <laughs> he does. So, I, you know, we all we all like to give Jason crap, and it was pointed out, and it was funny about last week's episode is the four, <laughs> the other four of us had no idea what, what, what was going on. We're like, <laughs> We didn't we didn't rip on Jason that much, <laughs> and then we listened back to it and we're like, oh yeah, we, we did. We, what you mean my half hour fucking roast before I even showed up? <laughs> <laughs> no, that was like a couple weeks oh, ago. Oh oh oh, that was a different <laughs> one. Oh, okay. Not not that one. It was the the, the, the other one that we I do did. have Rude to do this show sober one time so I can remember what the fuck we talk about. <laughs> I know, I right? Yeah. So apparently, know. we challenge our like, listeners. Oh shit! I said to that. Do shots on Tower. Of Terror. <laughs> I, I, for, <laughs> I don't remember that. We, I, I think we all forgot the J, the Rachel's wife oh, I comment. Oh, I forgot that one. <laughs> but that was just but, a slip. I apologize to Rachel for that. That was his Freudian slip. For for all that we make fun of Jason, Jason is the backbone of our our podcast. He's our editor. He is our rock. He's our Jesus Christ superstar. Jason, I want to say thank you tonight for all that you do. Because when we meet up, <laughs> I don't want you to kick my ass. <laughs> and that's why you drink Chablis or a rosé <laughs> out of a uh, fucking Portugal's glass. When, 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 when you swirl your hand and do a fake hat tip. <laughs> For all the men drinking Chibli and Rosé, please send your email to Mikey Weisenhut at threesheetsofthemouse.com. It's okay. We all smell like grapefruit in the end. <laughs> Jason just got compared to Dwayne Johnson and Henry Cable in, uh, in one statement from Scott. He did. The Rock and Jesus Christ. Jesus he Christ. He did. He did. Jason. <laughs> I want to say thank you to make for making our sh- our show the best show in podcasting. So you're I'll welcome. Get, get... <laughs> oh fuck you with that so, song. <laughs> hey, listen from all of us. Yeah, go ahead, man. Close it up. No, 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 no. Finish, finish your statement. I, I, because I know Mikey gets busy and shit, and I dropped one on his lap where I want him to edit it. And you know, Eddie, Mikey, I gotta give you props. You did a great job on it. I appreciate that. I mean, look, I'm just a normal guy like all you guys, are normal guys. I try to put together a show that's decent. Um, it's a learning experience. You get a couple fucking assholes out there who who don't understand that we're just doing, we're doing this on our spare time, on our spare dime, and um, fucking looked coast that. No, I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking that about that Greg with two that Gs, that asshole. fucking cunt, that, that fucking part. cunt Greg with two Gs. But anyways, Greg with two Gs. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyways, um, fuck him. But, uh, you know, we, we do it on our time and on our dime, you know, and it's like we're not here to try to uh, appease or please the world. We just uh, hope we can throw some entertainment out for someone to uh, enjoy a drive. Or, uh, you know, the thing is, is when somebody hits us on there and says hey i was getting ready to have a two-hour drive and i'm like oh i got excited because i forgot i got a new episode of three sheets to listen to that's fantastic because that's exactly what we wanted because we all listen to podcasts during the day and it's just something that that gets us through moments in the day so um mikey thank you for for giving up some of your time and let me drop that in your lap because i had an extremely busy week and uh you really freed up some time and i, I greatly appreciate that I've got plenty of lap. You want to drop something else on it? Feel free. <laughs> <laughs> That's not like a proposition. Fucking... <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, that's not, that's. I, he's, you, you know what? He, thank he's a thank God we're only we're only five people because that is that is that is sexual harassment. Dick tease. Because I'm gonna show up there and he's gonna be wearing a chastity belt. Can yeah, Mikey. Harass the willing. <laughs> we 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 probably sh- we based based on Jason and Mikey's conversation, we probably need to have an HR department. Well, I guess that, that that'll be Sarah Coyle. Well, she's gonna just give us thumbs up. <laughs> well, I think we're good, Jason. <laughs> she's gonna be the Toby of our office. <laughs> and she's a, she's a great admin. She really is. She's a great admin. And jobs for everybody. <laughs> well, she, has, she hasn't let any tourists in the last three weeks, so she's doing oh, her job. That's true. Oh, <laughs> uh, we love you, Sarah. But from all of us here at Three Sheets of the Mouse, thank you for making our show a part of your Disney life. Thank you for your time, this time, and until next time, so long for just a while. And thank you! Threat? Three fucking hours, guys?